0: And now, it's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your lazy boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the first coast. Here's the three guys with salt water in their veins and big fish in their dreams. It's fishing time on Florida Sportsman Magazine live here on the game.
1: Good morning, Northeast Florida. Good morning, Captain David Borees. Good morning, good morning, sir. How are you, my boy?
2: I'm doing fine, doing fine. Captain Strait, how are we doing I'm this doing morning? Doing fantastic, You're sir. You're always fantastic.
1: fantastic. Yep, yep, I understand. <laughs> I understand. David, pretty good fishing this weekend, sure? Yeah, I love this early
2: morning low tide. I I loved, We had good tides. We had the moon up. We had everything we wanted. Uh, been good fishing all week. Good yeah. Fun. Yep.
1: I tell you what, things improved in Stewart dramatically. Now, not not really where I want them to be, but on the beach, there is loads of loads of sardines and and, um, thread fins and that type of bait. And, oh, my gosh, are the fish ever on them, George. Oh, really? Oh, jacks. And we had this uh, really neat family from Stingray Boat Company this week, and they brought their five-year-old.
3: Oh. oh. And
1: uh, there were Spanish, and there were jacks and there were turbo jacks and and we caught uh we caught two kingfish on a standard size little rapala throwing it in Spanish. so huh. you know that the the fish were just uh they were just going crazy i mean it was just cool i hear we're loaded up with some kings right now hey we are and stuff i never thought i'd see um i i thought and roger thought and convinced me of this um i think that that the area that where we used to fish, the, you know, the old red tops, and uh, I mean, yeah. just where that you just weren't going to see monsters in there again, you know, that we had pretty much pounded those fish. I think there's been four or five o- caught over forty. Wow. On mm. on our beach fishing right here this week. That's awesome. I mean, that's uh that's pretty doggone strong. That really is good. That that's, is good. Save them for the tournament. Yeah, yeah, there's that's
2: gotta, not gonna there's happen. There's got to be bait
3: on the beach, and there's got to be pogies or, or mullet or something down there. Oh yeah, yeah. there's
1: got to be food. They're they're not going to be where there's not food. So, uh, um, but it's just it's just awfully good to see them. I talked to captain Robert Johnson last night, and our our dolphin season, which which it's it's funny, everything's in perspective. Some guys are like. Oh man, this was this just wasn't any good, you know. I went three times, and you know, one day I had eight, and a couple of days I had four or five, and mm. and uh, then you talk to the next guy, it was fantastic, you know. We had three trips, we had yeah. forty each trip. It's so it's just it's life. It's all timing, <laughs> yep. You know, you hit the right days, you hit the wrong days, and and um, and knowing what
3: you're doing. <laughs>
1: well, that's part of it, but but a lot of it, seriously, George, is just. You were there on the day they bit, yeah. and you were not on there on the day <laughs> they bit. You know, so, I mean, it it there's no figuring it out. You know, some days you get the proper weather conditions to build up real good weed lines, and some days you don't. Yep. 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 You know, and, and scattered grass. Scattered grass has been so, so bad this week.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard, too. And,
1: and it—well, I shouldn't say this week. I should say this season. This whole month, yeah. And it's made trolling very difficult
3: that that's aggravating too when you put your lines out and you troll 10 feet and then you got to pull four of them in to get the grass off of them yep. <laughs> it,
2: what, does, does it, is it the wind that scatters it or is it big waves?
3: Yeah, it's what, hard. It, wind it a combination else yeah
1: when you've got wind opposing current it current, stacks it yep, up when you've you got go. wind going with current it it blows it all the it right scatters it. you know yeah. we've had a lot of south wind and north right. current okay well that means that, that we're gonna it's not gonna uh Form, it's going to you know stay scattered, and the and the sargasm population in general has had an explosion over the last three four years. George, there's grass on the beach down in Stuart oh, yeah. like yeah. like you rarely ever see. But uh, let me throw a little light on that. I'm not the least bit sure that's a bad thing. Okay, oh, no. first off, it limits us. All right. It, it, it protects the fish.
3: <laughs> mother nature. But here's
1: more important than that, and, and Todd's uh, already on the line this morning. We're going to go to him in a second. But but think about this, George. And and Don Hammond, who is the ultimate authority on mahi, and mahi are my favorite fish in the world, in case everybody hadn't been listening for the last five minutes, that's <laughs> about how often I say it. But Don Hammond says that every year the ocean creates billions of, of baby mahi I mean just billions now we've talked about this but a mahi has the ability David I don't think you were here a a female mahi starts uh, spawning at 10 inches wow okay how often can she spawn probably every year I mean from then on every year I, I know but how often during the year can she spawn
2: well, some fish I I know will spawn three and four times.
1: Three and four times a year. Yeah. George, we need a five-hour show. I know it. Because if he's going to start guessing, how long is he going to guess till he comes up with? He, he won't get it right every other day. day. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's mean, insane. That's wild, yeah, you isn't weren't. It? You weren't. Uh, I had uh, the opportunity to spend some good. Uh, uh, th- that, that's a lot better than I can do, but that, that's another <laughs> that, point. But that, that but, is. Uh, but, man and, uh, yep and that's a prolific uh, and, species and what happens the the bull can come up to the cow and bump her with that big blunt head of hers and that's his sign that he's ready to fertilize and she'll drop eggs and he'll fertilize them that's why and it goes on yeah. almost non-stop their whole lives now their whole lives is three years right. they've documented a few four-year-olds and no five-year-olds but um, the the last thing on that, uh, they took a, uh, Ray caught a four-pound bull, okay? And they kept it alive, and they took it to, to Rosenthal and put it in the tank and fed it. And it died at nine months. Wow. Weighing 56 pounds. <laughs> but back to the
2: sargassum, the dolphin depend on that.
1: They, do, they oh, totally right. depend on it. It is the hiding place That's for, for the, the fry, and, and I understand right. triggerfish too. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me. Fi- file fish, file of, fish yes, a lot of but, species. but is a file fish a baby triggerfish? No, it's not. No, it's a different fish. Okay. Okay, different fish. Because filefish certainly do, but but so many fish do. Yeah. David, we have dipped. We dipped up to seven and a half inch sailfish one night. Unbelievable! It was in a water yeah. sargasm um,
3: and seahorses.
1: While we were seahorses, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that the inshore. Yeah. That's the bottom bottom of the food chain. And if we've learned anything in marine management, is that you start with the food chain. You know, if you if you if you take away the bait fish, you've <laughs> lost all the predators. Yeah. I mean, it's not. No fish exists in a vacuum. They're all part of a cycle and, and if you don't take care of the of the bottom of that chain, the top of that chain is gonna fall off. Yep. You with me? All right, let's take a little trip downtown and talk to downtown Todd. Good morning. morning
4: fishermen. How hey, are you, Tom. my boy? Oh, we're not doing too bad in town. As long as you can find you some live bait or something to fish with. Stay
1: you having trouble finding shrimp?
4: Uh, we haven't even I haven't even looked for shrimp and uh, in town uh i don't even know if they sell shrimp i know they have wild shiners but i i just i just look for uh some mullet and they're still gilling in the nets but every once in a while you come up with something that you can fish with you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah
1: yeah yeah i do know what you're what you're saying yeah now todd it seems to me like we're seeing a lot of mullet would you agree
4: yes and 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 they came in with we had those we had low water like we have in right now, so we'll see if we get it. Uh, this batch just goes north. Seems like everything's coming up from the south. I, I don't know what's going on. It, fishing's been good, and there's lots of mullet in the river. And it's, if it's not windy, you can actually fit, find some of the fish.
1: What are you catching?
4: I'm catching just about a little bit of everything that's fresh.
1: Fresh,
5: huh?
2: Fresh,
4: fresh freshwater catfish. I even had a nice three to five pound bass last week on the
2: boat. Are you that south of that, the Arlington Bridge, or
4: no? I'm still up here in the Ortega. I Ortega. haven't made it downtown and and fished the deep water, and that's what I was trying to head out of the house here to go look for some yellow mouth chopping croakers in the main. You know what I mean? Good old fashioned bottom fishing. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> uh huh. Now what do you what do you use for your for your yellow mouse? Will you take a strip of mullet or what will you do?
4: That's not a bad idea either, but uh just small pieces of shrimp for croakers and stripping the croakers out and putting them on the bottom and mm-hmm. uh get out toward if I make it all the way to the Channel like we're talking, Fuller Warren Bridge, and coming back through there, grub fishing all the way to the Buckman Bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's all you really need to do. Throw some curly tail grubs or out there, and they
4: and just mm-hmm. put it straight up and down and pump the bottom. Yep, mm-hmm. I mean you can set the pole down and drift, and and that's my favorite fishing. And you can find them from six foot of water to twenty six feet of water. Just depends on where the you know. You, once you've found them on a drift, just continue repeating it.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And,
4: and there's croakers in here, and I haven't found a yellow mouth trout. And the fun thing's been here for the last couple of months are the black little puppy drum that are in here from anywhere from 8 inches to 16 inches.
1: So you're getting some legals. Yes. Good, good.
4: And uh, along, along with them... I had
1: me a nice little flounder last Sunday. <laughs> well, how about
4: that? <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd let you know that he made it all the way to town. That's, that's the first one I made in the boat. I dropped a couple here the last month.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I've been watching the salinity uh, uh, come up and up and up, and I kept, I've been telling people, I said, man, these, these fish are going to be moving down. You know, they're going to be moving up way up into the river. So I figured and, downtown was starting to get good now.
4: The crabs are are moving into my crab cages, but it's a steady thing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing outrageous. Mm-hmm. So there's something in here for them to hold to. But I haven't seen much for uh, what we're talking about, the shrimp, popping around and getting ready for something that we could throw the net on next week. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a little – well, let me put it this way. Jimmy Allen, to me, was smarter than um, any – farmer's almanac when it came to um shrimp and he said if we had rain in august and september or in excuse me in june and july which we did and then didn't have a lot of rain in august uh you know which hopefully we won't but we haven't had a very rainy stretch for yeah. a while he said that That uh, excuse me, March and April were the key months to get rain. We got that, and we haven't had a lot of rain since then. If that continues, this should be a banner year for shrimp
4: and usually, I would agree with that. I just haven't seen the sign here It, it must be loaded up out at the sound because everybody's been telling me they they think it's going to be great for shrimp mm-hmm. as fresh as the water is in town right now, they're not going to stay here very long
5: hmm yeah i don't know
4: where they're, they're not going to come from here that's for sure you think so okay uh, th- they can't be up river from me i mean <laughs> it's just so fresh
5: hmm.
4: but I, you never know unless you go yep you know fishermen have tails so do fish yep
1: you won't <laughs> know unless you go all right buddy yeah, we appreciate it day. thank you todd have a good one hey. todd yep we got to get out of here for a break. When we get back, give us a call at 448 0930. More Florida Sportsman Magazine Live right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448 0930 973
1: The Game. And we are back with more Florida Sportsman Magazine Live at uh, golly. Is it, is it almost June? Yeah, it's it unbelievable. Is. I haven't mean, gone, but I know one thing. I looked down on the screen and I see Gary Roberts' name. I know it's got to be right near June somewhere. He ain't calling me in October, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go talk to the head of the Clay Roberts Foundation, Gary Roberts. Good morning, Gary. How are you?
6: Good morning. How are y'all this morning?
1: We're doing outstanding. Outstanding. How about yourself?
6: I cannot complain at all except for the heat.
1: Oh, no, get over it. My right. gosh, it's just <laughs> right.
6: I'm well insulated, so I'm. I, uh, heat does not do me well. I see. Yeah,
1: I know about that. Yep, yep, I know about that, too. I'm also well insulated. Holy smokes, I'm glad you just rang a bell in my ear. We're what, three weeks away, two weeks away?
6: Three weeks out. Wow.
1: Yep. How about that?
6: Time flies.
1: I told you that tournament would never work. I wish you'd listen to me. <laughs> well,
6: you know, it's worked 12 times. We're hoping, uh, or we it's worked 11 times. I hope the 12th will be the charm.
1: Well, eleven—the charm, nothing. I can just about, well, all, all we need, all we need is weather. Because yep. I promise you, there's plenty of people waiting to fish it.
6: You know, we've been blessed every year with weather. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that we've had this kind of
1: run with without worrying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is, and and may that continue. And uh, you and I both believe somebody else is in charge of that. And um, and I I, I think it is what it's meant to be.
6: That's for sure.
1: Yep. Yep. Now you
6: weigh our twelfth uh, scholarship this week.
1: Did you really? Oh, cool.
6: Yeah. Uh, Bishop Kenny Senior, named Lindsey Miller. Okay. On the basketball team, one of the stars of the basketball team uh, was this year's uh, scholarship recipient.
3: Mm-hmm. Excellent,
1: excellent. Now, where is she going to go to school, do you know?
6: She's going to start out, I think, this summer at uh, Tallahassee Community College, and then she's going to transfer to FSU.
1: Poor girl. Oh, what, she couldn't get into college? <laughs> <laughs> there is a University well, of Florida, you know.
6: Well, I couldn't get in there, but I'm sure she could.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what FSU and Florida students have in common, don't you? What's that? (laughs) They both got accepted at FSU. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Okay, I promise to be nice for the rest of the show. My my fingers are crossed. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man, I'm so glad to hear from you. Let's run it down now. All right, uh, give me the format of the tournament and give me how people can be involved.
6: All right. Well, it's an Inshore Slam tournament, and uh, it'll be uh, June 15th saturday the weigh-in will be at, from two to four at beach marine and uh, the captain's meeting is the night before at mudville grill it's really the captain's party and yeah i and really i was gonna
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was just about to go there that's a fun night
6: yeah lewis has went over the top he provided the low country boil for everybody last year and it's going to do the same this year so wow uh, we're real excited even about that because it gives us the time to have some fellowship with the fishermen and you know and their families and, and uh, get to know people better.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And how many boats did we have last year?
6: We had 93 boats last year. Well, you're breaking right
1: 100 this year, I can tell you.
6: Well, I hope so. That's always been a goal of ours. We had 49 weigh-in, which was a new high.
3: Oh,
1: that's great uh, last year so you get half the field the way in that's, that's pretty darn pretty strong that's really
3: strong
6: i thought it was
1: yep i would we say so
6: pleased.
1: i would say and, so uh, that's fantastic
6: we have a lot of great sponsors as usual uh, american electrical contracting is sponsoring our slam category again they always come up um, you know willing to help and of course strike zone and uh, Mandy Bowers insurance. I, gosh, the list just goes on and on. And and you guys, Rick, you've always been there for us. And Roger steps in when you can't. It's we've just been so well blessed to have good friends.
1: Well, every year you can't. Every year can't be great. I mean, you got to have Roger a few years.
6: <laughs> well, that makes the other years greater,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't think he'd agree with that. But he's not here, so who cares? There you go. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
6: But all uh, people have to do, uh, you can go online right now uh, to fishwithclay.com. There's online registration. Um, it's a little cheaper uh, at $110 before June 1st, and then come next Saturday, it'll go up $10. Uh, but um, it should be great. We have a junior angler tournament uh, for kids from four to 15 and that's always uh, a real fun thing and we hope to see everybody out there even if you don't fish come on in for the weigh-in and we always have a good time with that
1: all right now what's first master what's first prize what's first prize in the slam category gonna be this year
6: well this year it's uh fifteen hundred dollars first place twelve fifty and eleven hundred for second and third and then we have categories in the biggest fish in each category. The first three prizes are a thousand, seven fifty,
1: and five hundred. Oh man. Oh, that's that's, cool. that's really good. I mean, that's fantastic. I'd uh I'd I think I think David I'd jump on that flounder category and, and hope for like I don't think it'll take much this time of year. You think a three and a half will win a thousand bucks? Uh you'd be surprised. <laughs> you think that then you think there'll be a few big ones? Oh yeah. Okay.
2: They'll be okay. a 7- or
6: 8-pounder. We've had some doormats through the years.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have. But um, I think I'm just jealous because I don't know where they are this time of year. <laughs> I know they're not at my house. Everyone at my house is 12 inches long. They all get thrown back. Okay. But, Gary, I, I can tell you that I am honored uh, to be part of that and in, in that entire organization. And you and your family have just – um, man, that's become such a huge part of your lives, and I so love seeing it be successful.
6: Well, you, you're an integral part of that from the get-go, and, and you know, we just hope that it's a, a real fun tournament for everybody and their family and, and just really a time for people to get together and enjoy the water because that's what, that's what Clay loved to do. It didn't matter if he was fishing or whatever the case was. As long as he was with family and on the water,
1: he was happy. Yeah, I go. understand. That's like all of us. All right, Gary, thank you. We appreciate it. Have a good one, thank sir. Thank
6: you. We'll talk to you later.
1: Okay, we got to step aside for a break. When we get back, Dr. Speckled Trout, none other than Mud Tim, <laughs> will be waiting to give us a good lesson on Mud minna, on uh, trout fishing, when we get back with more Florida Sports Magazine Live right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448-0930-973-THE-GAME.
1: And we are back for more Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. Let's take a little trip out to the creeks and talk with Bud Minna, Tim. Good morning, Muddy. You there, Tim? Tim? You hit the right button. Yeah? Try that one. Tim? good morning tim. all right we'll go that way good hey, morning man. tim morning tim
7: good morning good morning happy memorial day weekend fellows and
1: to Roger. you there's only two buttons i could push tim you'd think by now i'd probably have it figured out <laughs> ah, It's a 50 50 you know how that's <laughs> the problem is next saturday it'll still be a 50 50 <laughs> 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 i
3: love it
7: so what's happening guys not much i want to know well, if
1: it's is it too hot for trout now are they still biting
7: absolutely not Mm. definitely not too too hot for trout this year is going to be a great one i love it Uh, i've uh studied all the lunar charts and talked to uh dumbledore and they they all assure
1: me that is going to be great (laughs) what is what is dumbledore dumbledore What is Dumbledore? Dumbledore You didn't watch Harry Potter? Potter. No, I didn't watch. No, I'm not a Harry Potter. George, did you know what Dumbledore was? (laughs) Missed it. (laughs) uh -uh. I did, Tim. I knew where you were. (laughs) Okay. But you know what? Jimmy Allen said when we're wet in March and April and dry in August and September, we're going to have lots of shrimp.
7: That's exactly the key. That is the key of this year's trout season. I went a little... Uh, foraging for shrimp as, as a test again this week. And let me tell you something. When you throw a net, you've been, you go to your spot and you throw a net and you literally think it's pogies in your net because the bump, bump, bump on your, on your line and you're coming up and it's 150 small shrimp. Ooh. A calf. It was ridiculous. Oh, that's
3: awesome.
1: That was this week. That was this week. Oh,
3: killer, killer! That's
1: outstanding, Tim.
3: That's really it, good.
1: It blew my mind. It it blew my mind.
7: I in in a couple of different casts this this week. I caught more shrimp in one cast than I did in other times of the whole day for last year.
1: Wow! How about that? That is the best <laughs> news we've had all that's morning. Awesome!
7: It was incredible. None of the none of the shrimp are really large. Uh, right now, you can get maybe a dozen edible ones out of out of that cast obviously the season's very very early but i think that the salinity and all that is just coming together and uh we were talking about this in the early part of the year that if we didn't have a bunch of rain that it was going to be a great year right last year it was in the pits
3: right uh, right yeah.
7: mm-hmm. from what it looks like it's going to be great
3: and those shrimp the, grow uh, fast too doesn't take them long
7: no it doesn't especially if the uh if the salinity isn't there able to if they're able to feed really well, you know, um, I don't know I'm not a shrimp uh guru or anything, but I do know the basics about it and uh if they're if they're soft that means they're definitely growing.
3: Yep. Yep, no doubt about it.
7: Hmm. Uh, most of the shrimp were soft. And their shells when I say the soft shrimp, their carapace was, was soft. soft.
1: Right. right. Now now right. they're real uh they're real opportunistic feeders. Don't they feed about like a crab does?
7: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If, uh, Constantly grazing. A, yeah, they they never they never actually stop eating.
3: Mm-hmm. Did did you bait uh, the shrimp or did you blind cast them?
7: I I baited the shrimp. Oh, definitely oh. definitely helps to bait them.
3: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: That's now you awesome. baited them in the daytime.
7: Yeah, this was in the daytime also. I'll be darn. Okay,
1: so
2: you're oh, fishing, you are fishing you you throwing deep for them? Uh,
7: about twelve to fourteen feet. Not just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I shrimp and as as the summer goes along, uh, you you try to find obviously you try to find haunts where there's less and less people that are throwing for shrimp.
5: <laughs> right. But
7: this year, I truly think that it's going to be a banner year. Um, it's one of the best years I've seen in probably ten to fifteen years. Oh, that would be awesome. that
1: would be absolutely outstanding. to help a lot of people, buddy. Oh yeah.
7: Oh yeah, definitely. the mm-hmm. uh, The amount of fish around the shrimp wasn't. Was incredible too. Uh, threw a couple of times and had a couple of bass that were in the three to five pound range <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
7: in a cast net. So that's that's pretty crazy.
3: And and the and you catching the shrimp like that saves your wife from having to give you money to <laughs> to buy bait.
7: <laughs> well, she doesn't know. Actually, you can't say that now. She's sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love Dude,
3: it. my bubble, man. I no longer get shrimp money for the rest of the year. There man. you go. See. No more shrimp money. That's
1: right. <laughs> it wow. may or may not have been converted to beer money <laughs> if he <laughs> could catch <laughs> his own shrimp. <laughs> that, yeah. that may or may not have happened. <laughs>
5: I'm, oh. to, come
7: hey. to, studio, I'm to come to the studio, man. I'm
2: to the studio. Hey, Tim, have you done any night fishing lately?
7: Uh, only once. Me and my son went out. It was really, really windy, so we really couldn't. We caught we caught a couple of fish, but it wasn't uh, one of those banner evenings. You want to try to get it if you're going to night fish. You want it to be smooth and very, very little wind because the uh, the ripple on the water you can't see the fish as well.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, it
7: doesn't. It, it's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not guaranteed that if you can see the fish, you can catch the fish, but it does help
1: yeah yeah, yeah I uh, didn't know if are you fishing today
7: yes yeah, so I'm fixing to go fishing as soon as I drop off my significant other ooh
1: I need yeah. a fi- I need a couple fish head.
7: what what are you wanting do you want you still wanting the lady
5: and jacks or what do you
1: want oh I'll take anything anything but I need a couple if you get trout I need their heads if you get a couple lady fish and jacks I need them uh crabs are showing up good in my trap right now.
7: Yeah, I heard that the crabs are starting to show. Uh, I talked to a couple of crabbers last week and uh, uh, bummed a couple of dozen off of them for a party I had, and they were actually pretty decent.
1: I would, Excellent. I would, I would consider it a a uh, favor if uh, if I could get some from you.
7: Okay, I definitely have to cash in that favor on an offshore dolphin trip. Oh well, that can <laughs> probably happen
1: too. Yep. Now it, it I've, got
7: some, I've got some guys chomping at the bit, like you have no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know it, and unfortunately, it looks like this season's about to wrap up. But
7: uh, yeah, I, 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 I totally get it. Uh, I've been telling the guys what how it works, and they don't understand that the fish are uh, seasonal. They think that you're just supposed to go out there and put a ticket in the in the boat and then cash in. And I was like, it doesn't work like that. It, <laughs> it ain't
1: like bass; they ain't trapped in the lake, well, they, right. they can come and go as they please. They got a tail and they
3: move.
7: I told them, I was like, look. I, I can put some trout in the basket. That's almost a guarantee. I said, but once you get past those jetties, it's a very, very different monster. There ain't no guarantees.
1: <laughs> Holy smokes! But uh, they ain't the ocean. I used to tell people back when I ran charters a hundred years ago. I will guarantee you, it's going to be hot, and the ocean's going to be there. <laughs> that, that's, that's about, that's, about the that is you all
3: you can guarantee.
1: Yep. That's about as far as you can go.
7: I've seen some kingfish rocketing at the North Jetties over the week.
1: Fantastic. Ooh, Kingfishing's been really, really good.
7: Yeah, I would I would cash that in on some kingfish. It doesn't matter to me. Kingfish are easy.
1: easy. Yep, we can do yeah, that. That's
7: what, I, that's what I told him. I was like, I was like if we go with this fellow, I said, all we got to do is go wherever he wants to go, and we will have some fillets at the end of
1: the day we'll eat something maybe <laughs> filet puggies, but we'll eat something it, it might be ribeyes but never be <laughs> that's there. true there that, that's true but um you say you did you did fish something this week yes
7: yeah, so i fished uh all the bridges i fish the bridges normally uh at least once or twice a week and uh, what i do is i start at nassau sound on the high going high outgoing tide and just work your way back all the way to brown's creek and you fish each bridge about an hour and a half to two hours depending on the tide and as you go into the the estuary coming toward town you 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 make the tide uh you're you're working the tide as as the tide goes out you know the it gets lower quicker toward the ocean so you go the opposite way of the tide and then you it extends your fishing day
1: i got you okay so on a falling tide, you would start at, say, Nassar or Fort George, right? Absolutely. And work your way as far up as maybe the Broward River as, as the tide uh, got later and later.
7: Yep. Uh, I like to fish it. If, if I start to see, uh, uh, I call it curls in the, in the current. And the curls in the current, it shows that the current is starting to slow down.
1: Eddies, right?
7: That's right. And Mm -hmm. if the the current's going good, it'll have a straight line off the pylons. You'll see a a, a watermark, you know, a current line off the pylons, and it'll be straight. And uh, you you fish that area until those those lines on those pylons start to have eddies. And then you go to the next bridge, which you would be driving west. And uh, what it does is that if you go three or four miles, it gives you another 30 or 40 minutes worth of tide. And then once that tide at that, that bridge starts to wane, you go to the next bridge, which would mm. be clapboard or or maybe browns. And uh, it, it, what it does is it gives you the optimal amount of time in the current for the trout to line up and uh, fish for them. Because trout are relatively lazy fish. If you look at a trout, their tail is relatively small to their body. Correct. It means that they like to... Draft the pylons, or draft cover, or draft uh, whatever they can get behind to wait for the shrimp to come to them. Mm-hmm. They don't. Ex- they don't try to uh, chase things down normally. Now, obviously, if a lot of people throw crankbaits and 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 uh, stick baits and, and and plastics, which work really well. Don't get me wrong, but the old school way of fishing for trout is to uh you know use a cork and use the current which that's how i was taught i take I, what i do is i take my shrimp my uh my artificials and i fish with shrimp until i find a school of trout and then i try to fish the trout with the artificials usually you'll catch the better fish with the artificials
1: hmm. now when you talk artificials what are you talking
7: A quarter ounce to three-eighths ounce soft plastics if you're fishing deep water. Obviously, you want to get it to the bottom. And if you're fishing shallow water, then you can use a 52M uh, or uh, mirror lures or stuff like that. Something that's going to sink. Or a crankbait with a big lip that'll go down eight or ten feet. Mm -hmm. If If you're fishing relatively shallow water, then I like to find the fish with a small cork, like a brim cork. And, and relatively small rods, and then use a miradine or a shallow diving crankbaits, which work very, very well if you can find the fish in shallow water.
1: Right. Oh, I love yeah. a miradine.
7: Yeah, I love a miradine.
1: Yep, yep. I l- lost one last week, a King Mackerel ate one. How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh,
7: yeah. He's, he's got a really beautiful uh, mouth jewelry. If he, he breaks off of that, that's a, yeah. that's
5: a nice lure.
1: I threw into a school of Spanish, George, with a Miradine. 40-pound mono is plenty for Spanish. Oh, I mean, you, yeah. yeah, so you know you can do that all day long. I threw one into a school of Spanish, and boom, <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of that. Uh, oops. Yep, yep. Yeah, but the, uh,
7: the trout, if you can find trout uh, in a shallow area, I like to fish trout in a shallow area on high water next to deep water. Right. If you can find if you can find that, you need to really work it slow because those fish are there. They're just, you know, they're opportunistic. If a large fish isn't going to chase a small bait thirty or forty feet, it might chase it three to five feet. So, the more accurate the cast toward the cover is, much more better, much better uh,
1: uh, hook ratio hookups. Tim we're on a we're up against a hard break can you hold absolutely all right Tim's gonna hold through the break for us giving us a great trout lesson we're gonna be back with more Florida Sports Magazine live right after this
0: (laughs) now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine live to join today's show call 448-0930-973 the game
3: Hey, George. Yes, sir.
1: You want the good news? Yes, sir. Well, I like the good news. Roger must have got a bite. Oh, what did he, he drop off was, the line? he was holding on the phone for about 10 seconds and he was gone. <laughs> I was worried there for a minute. Let, we're going to have to talk hope, to him.
3: Let's hope we missed it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we know he missed it, but let's hope he gets oh, yeah. another one. I love it. Yep. All right, we're talking to Mudman and Tim. So, Tim, you're talking about following the tides up the river.
7: Oh, definitely. The uh, It just... it. I like, to, I like to fish the tides when the, when the cork is getting pulled, you know, in a steady pull. Uh, you can tell on your reel. I, I use uh, open faces or whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. It just depends on your preference. But if the, if, the, if the current can pull the line off of your reel along with the cork, I would definitely continue fishing it. But as soon as the t- tide starts to slow down where you're having to finesse the cork to go out, you need to move to a different spot. Mm-hmm. You know, use, it, use it to your advantage. That's
3: real good yeah. information
1: right there. That's yeah, really now, now it can certainly travel too fast, too, can it?
7: Oh, absolutely. It can travel too fast. If it does travel too fast, then what you do is you literally just stop the cork and make it bump about every five to seven feet. Give it a little quick pop and yank, you know, 15, 18
1: right, inches. Right,
7: right. Move it on your tip. And that makes the shrimp pop on your on your leader. And that, that, that shrimp pop will sometimes uh, make the trout bite just from automatic. You know, they, they they have very, very good eyes. And their eyes are set up to look upward, not forward. So when they strike, they're just literally swimming up, eating the shrimp, and then swimming back to their hole mm-hmm. or their, their place of... Uh, uh, you know, where they're chilling out. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it, does, it does really help. The redfish are the same thing. I've, I've noticed that the redfish this year are, you know, you'll see them every now and then, but they're really not crushing it like they usually do in the beginning of the, or the end of May, June. I like to fish the little drop-offs, or you don't necessarily have to see the fish to catch the fish.
1: Right, right, right. I think
7: that uh, I think that we have a lot of boat pressure. And if you can see the fish, well, then that means
5: the
1: fish can see He's already seen you, (laughs) yeah. I have always been a big believer, um, Tim, in looking at a fish, and you can tell a lot about his feeding patterns, all right? Let's take a mahi, for example, my favorite. He's got a small eye. It's over on the side of his head. You with me, George? yep, Yep. Okay, he can feed at the surface, and he can feed in a bright sunlight. All right, because his eyes they're are, off to, are, are right. off to the side, and they're small, okay? You take a blackfin tuna, big eye, top of the head, he's going to be more apt to bite on a very cloudy day or very early or very late. Right. Swordfish, big eye, top of their head. You understand where I'm going? Going, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you look at a redfish. He's a daytime feeder. His eyes are over on the sides of his head, and they're not very big. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yep. That's
7: exactly right. I would have to 100% agree. You would have to break down the model of the fish in your mind. Use your mind's eye to see how the fish looks, and instead of just going and trying to catch, 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 study the fish, study your surroundings, and and study how and where the fish strike, and 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 all that. It really makes a difference. If you're sitting in the creek, I like fishing. In, I like fishing in a in the in a in a kayak. And if you're fishing in a kayak, you have very very little water disturbance as you're fishing
5: Mm
1: -hmm.
7: the fish fish will literally be 15 feet away from you and acting normal
1: yeah but they're starting to get wise to kayaks too now they're not as (laughs) dumb as they used to be on kayaks but man we we appreciate it ever so much and thanks for the lesson on following the tide that's very helpful
7: Oh, no problem. As usual, guys, uh keep him in your heart and follow him in just like that tide, and I guarantee you will be good at the end. Get, get you
1: your wife it. to work. I'll see yeah, you later. Yeah, yeah, hurry up and get your <laughs> wife to work. All right. There's shrimp to be bought. All right, guys. We're gonna get to talk to one of my all time and forever heroes right now that talk about doing tremendous work with children. Good morning, Captain Don. Hey
8: man, how are you?
1: Man, morning, I'm doing God. good. It is great to it is great to hear from you. What's going on?
8: king buster king buster king buster oh. man, uh june 21st and uh i just got 35 kayaks from academy yesterday i'm probably going to get some more for the kids so um it's going to be a good one
1: you know well, that's awesome you, my um grandsons uh their summer you know they get to come stay with grandpa sometime during the summer yeah and there's one thing they know <laughs> they're gonna be here for king buster week there ain't no doubt
8: it's really cool, man. I mean, you know, you've been there, Rick. Oh, it's the, best. The awards last year best. The awards last year, you know, to have that many people there, and uh, it was really special. It's the it's 15th year of Brian's tournament and the 25th of the King Busters, so we're trying to make this one extra special. And um, same deal, man. But remember, it's 150 boats, and that's it this year. So we had 147. So just letting you know that once it's 150, that's it. It's cut off. And it's. It's really nice at the King Buster, man, when you're sitting behind the scenes and the first registrations you get in are, you know, Robbie Bishop and Donald Holland. There Clark. you go. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Just sure. legends in the sport that we remember, but, you know, it's a little different now. You know, if you're not on Facebook posting your picture, you can't catch fish now, you know? So, uh, <laughs> That's true. It's, it's it's just different. And um, the King Buster is like a giant reunion, and it is all about the kids, and we're, we're really happy about that. and. If you remember, you remember the first kid that was from Dreams Come True? His name was Ryan. And yes. he was just a special kid. And uh, now Ryan's 19 and doing really well. And so he's coming back, and he's taking Dreamers fishing this year. Oh, How about killer. that? That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, remember, it's only 20 bucks for your kids. You don't have to fish the general tournament. It's a one-day tournament, so old people like me and George could fish it, you know. It's one of those deals where uh, it's for everybody. So. Um, one day for the general on Saturday, one day for the kids on Sunday. Real simple. Put your money in a hat, and everybody goes home happy. So we are paying twenty places in the general, and every kid that weighs a <laughs> is going to get a grandpa. <laughs> You're not I kidding.
1: <laughs> I love watching. Well, I know my grandsons. I love watching everybody's grandsons going through their tackle bag. You know, oh, yeah, and and, yeah. and and they get they get the crew of kids together. Okay, you use all right. You. I'll trade you those <laughs> sinkers, okay, for, for that. that. Right, right, right. Okay, I'll give you my ticket to Disney World, and you get to add that. Yeah. Is the most fun. Now, Don, is there a cap, and how many boats can fish a junior angler too Never. Okay.
8: All right. Okay, I
1: want to make Never. sure of that. Uh, but, but
8: for me, man, I just have to get through the general to get to the kids, and we've yeah. made the kids kind of our charity event. You know, like. Guys come to us and say, you know, the construction workers, just hardworking good guys, hey, man, here's a thousand bucks for the kids. And I'll just go buy more prizes for the kids. And um, so it's just been, it's turned into a really great thing. And it's really cool afterwards. You know, a kayak lasts a long time, man.
1: (laughs) Ask my grandsons, they got one. I love it.
8: And, you know, the the pictures of them and using them. And, you know, I get, I, you know, I hear more of dad saying, man, I had to go buy a kayak because he kept bugging me, you know. There and, you uh, go. Uh, so it's just been a really cool thing and um, really hoping this year is even more special. And uh, it's going to be great. And also, uh, Craig Sutton. He's, so he always gives us a package for fishing the SAR for the general tournament. We're, now we're going to have one for the kids. How about that? Oh, the, that's
1: awesome. Uh, how about yeah, that?
8: So, uh, Whoever wins that package, we're going to go to Nassar and film a Hoop the Future show with that family. Now, you were so, just uh, there. Be a cool thing. Man, he, he, let me tell you, I got my grandson in Nassar, Costa Rica. You talk about a special thing.
9: Yeah.
1: Uh,
8: horseback riding and oh, just great, you know. If we could get these parents out of the way, wouldn't life be great? Well, yes, uh, it would, <laughs> yes.
1: I, and, and, Donna, I know, you'll, I know you'll understand this sentiment. And, and please hold through the break if you can. I told my my kids that the reason my grandkids and I get along so good is we have a common enemy. It's It's you. We'll be right back. Don, please hold through the break. We'll be right back with more Florida Sports Magazine live right after this.
0: And now, it's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your lazy boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the First Coast. Here's the three guys with saltwater in their veins and big fish in their dream. It's fishing time on Florida Sportsman Magazine Live here on the game.
1: And we are back with more Florida Sportsman Magazine Live talking with Don Dingman, the head of... uh, King Buster, and more importantly, the Brian Dingman Memorial yeah. Tournament that we have the day after. But no, I'm just kidding. The <laughs> King Buster is very, very important. Don, it's been a good year so far for Kingfish.
8: Yeah, man. And before we get there, I got to finish the Nassar thought, man. It's, okay. I, I tease a lot, but my but my wife, I mean my my uh, daughter and my my son-in-law and my grandson. I mean, when they left there, it's like, when are we coming back? I mean, it really—it was really like a family atmosphere there. And you know, Steve's picky man; he's fished with a lot of good guys.
5: Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh,
8: caught his first nice cubera over there, and it, it just had a great time. And just a big shout out to Sutton for just hosting just such a great trip and making everybody feel so comfortable and at home there.
5: We. But um.
8: But yeah, the, the king buster man. We're so fired up. And like I say, fish are on the beach now. You know they are. Just people aren't fishing for them. And um, it's hard if you're out there and you can make five passes and limit out on Kings on the inshore wrecks and come back in on the beach and sit for an hour for that big one. But I know they're there.
1: Oh, uh, there were four 40s caught last week off the beach, Don.
8: You know, man, and you know what's cool is a little bit of buzz is coming back. You yep. know, I talked to Steve from Dandy and Craig, and everybody's like, man, I'm going you know, to get a check this year, and I'm fired up this year. And That's funny. This year and it's and it's, uh, it's kind of cool, you know. I remember back in the days listening to the George in the heyday, you know, doing skits about all the pogey oil on the beach to them from breeding, you know. <laughs> and, uh, just just you know, good old days, and it's kind of coming back to that, you know. It's nice to hear people talking about an event a month out and getting excited about it. And i um, just blessed to be a part of it, and it's going to do a lot of fun for kids. So come to the King Buster. We got uh, um, Hodges Alehouse is going to cook dinner for everybody at the awards. Um, everybody's getting old. The one request I got was, please make the captains' meeting earlier. So the captains' meetings at <laughs> six o'clock on Friday night. You got so Everybody can get home and watch Wheel of Fortune or whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, NCIS. Uh, <laughs> if, <that wasn't, laughs> if that wasn't so close to home, it would hurt. It. Hey Don. <laughs> what
8: man, we need to start giving away like knee replacement surgery <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
2: You're right. And, and Don, give the, give, give the dates on that. Give the dates
8: june 21st to june 23rd it's a sk event ska event it's the first one in division five and i um, looking forward to it man like i say it's a lot of fun and if you if you've never been to the king buster in the last five years it's a, it's a little different animal now so come out and have fun and be a part of a good thing for kids
1: it's a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to seeing your family thank you don have a good one don we'll see, see you, you Don. Man. see you soon all right let's take a trip out to louisiana and talk with captain roger good morning
9: I was real upbeat till I heard that the pogey oil thing. We didn't use it there to stop the breeding of the kingfish. We used it to calm the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: probably a lot of truth to that. What's and going after, on?
9: Hey, after yesterday it was really, really snotty over here. I could use like a, you know, a, a tanker full of that stuff.
1: Um it was Play slick it out in
9: calm calm the ocean. It wasn't slick over here, Skippy.
1: It was seventy six slick, calm and sunny
3: over here, Skippy. Yep. It was beautiful.
9: Uh, no, 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 no. And 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 this and the thing about uh, the knee replacement surgery, uh, I raised my hand on that one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, know it, it.
1: I know it. I, I know it. Just thinking of it. Just
9: Wheel of Fortune too. I'm going. Holy oh, yeah, man. Yeah. What what's wrong with with Wheel of Fortune?
1: Man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, the best thing about Wheel of Fortune is it comes a half an hour before Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah. I mean, come on. Golly. And then it's bedtime. Man,
1: he, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah,
9: he's he's cutting to the quick there, man. <laughs> you know, just
1: think of the sponsors that he could get. You know. Oh
9: yeah, the geriatrics. Right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
1: You know, and the winner of this new walker is. You know,
5: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm in for the depends,
1: man. Oh, oh. that ain't good.
2: That ain't good.
9: Yeah. Roger, know, how's it going over there, buddy?
2: There. I'm, I, I want to hear a report
9: well it, it's it uh offshore is snotty at best i mean it's uh, we've got a, a swell coming in from the southeast and it's just a nice one no backs on them they got big fronts you know but uh and they're short they're probably four seconds I, you know it ain't nice mm-hmm. it ain't, it, it, offshore inshore of the chandeliers it's beautiful you know a little chop just beautiful and and that's where we ended up fishing yesterday because uh, we couldn't make it out there you know, to the deep water to get the snapper. We did make it to some shallow stuff that in the past we have caught plenty of nice snapper on. But, man, we're fishing on Lake Mississippi out here right now, brother. It's, it's like uh, freshwater catfish and gars. Yeah, that's I mean, what I it's, heard. It's, yeah.
1: It's, I'll be it's darned.
9: unbelievable. David, it's the dangest thing.
2: Well, my uh, nephew sent me a a, a a a map the other day that shows the salinity of the water, and mm-hmm. it shows fresh water. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable uh, the amount of fresh water. I mean, you go even out to Ship Island, Horn Island, it, it's that's all fresh water. It's all fresh yeah. water.
9: Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's no doubt about it. It's, and it's real fresh water. There's no doubt. Yeah. It's and and dirty. Oh my gosh. I mean, if it all. If if it doesn't move offshore and settle out, we're going to have new islands all over the, the delta. There. And there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Because it, I mean, it's that dirty. It's just it's you've heard of Mississippi mud water. This is yeah. worse. I yeah. mean, it's it's ugly. It's ugly and it's fresh. And uh, you don't have to worry about dehydration. You just get a cup of it if you sift the mud out. You're all right. <laughs> so do y'all
2: do y'all do any trout fishing at chandeliers, or what? What'd you end no, up doing?
9: No we did not there were some boats there you know we stumbled over something david that you probably would get excited about
2: triple two you know,
9: we uh, i was a
2: fine one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my yeah. nephew sent me he said they they showed up they're here
9: yeah they are yeah. they are we we called them we were we were sitting there looking for pogies and we kept bouncing from from uh pelicans to pelicans to pelicans and i think the pelicans are eating shad i don't know but anyway <laughs> all the fresh water. But we're uh, we're sitting there bouncing from bounces, you know, pelican squadron to squadron trying to find pogies. And we're idling along in this one little area where the pelicans are diving, and all of a sudden I go, whoa, triple tail right there. Well, they, you know, next thing you know, you're starting to see them all over, not all over the place, but plenty of them to see. Wow. And uh, And there was one huge rip that had a lot of seaweed in it, we said, well, let's go over there and check that. And, uh, <clears throat> well, we got kind of indoctrinated on triple tail.
1: So <laughs> they're, yeah, they're there, and it's, like
9: you saw the picture, and that, was, that was a pretty nice one, too. How big that, was that uh, one? Uh, the picture weighed five pounds. Man. No, I don't want to hear about the picture. How big
1: was the fish?
9: The fish was a dag, uh, the biggest one I've ever caught.
1: Wow, that's cool. That's, that's How many did that, you end up catching?
9: We only caught a few. I mean, but they, we saw a bunch of them, and I'm – I'm trying to tell the guys, you know, he's got your bait, but he's got it at the tip of his mouth. He's just holding it. Mm-hmm. Let him go. Let him go. You know, and 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 they let him go for a minute, and they're, they're antsy. You know, after a minute, you don't let anything go for a minute.
5: Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, yeah. and
9: you go. No, no. I can see. I can still see his bait in, your ma- in his mouth. Hold on. He, and they they were coming up and just holding it and swim swim around. The cork's dragging behind them. You know, and you're going, oh come on, man, eat it. <laughs> eat it. Hurry up. Eat it. You know. So it was. It was a. Uh, It was fun. There ain't no doubt about it. Cool. We're going back. We're going back out this morning. We're going to try to get offshore. It's supposed to have calmed down overnight. though. by the way, at 10 o'clock last night, it's still blowing. But it's uh, supposed to calm down a little bit. Hopefully, we can get out and catch some red snapper. And plan B is to come back in and catch some triple tail.
1: You ain't kidding. what's the limit on red snapper over there, Roger?
9: Red snapper is two per person. Yeah, you know. know, here's Here's the limit on triple tail. You ready for this? None. No, no, no! There is a limit. Good It's eight, eighteen inches. Is oh,
1: the okay. Size
9: limit. Okay. You, there is no number limit. That's what I'm
1: saying. <laughs>
2: but that's Louisiana, right?
10: Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> no, Mississippi
2: no. just changed. They had the same thing, but I bet you Louisiana's going to be falling suit soon. I bet you they'll be changing that well, law.
9: You know, well, they they do have a limit though. Past the number limit uh, of the eighteen inches. You, you ready for this? Yeah. One hundred pounds per vessel per day.
1: Yeah! Wow! <laughs>
9: no, no, two trips, only one trip.
1: Wow! Yeah, that so place you is paradise. To be
9: a commercial fisherman, yeah, yeah <laughs> that place is
1: paradise. But um, yeah,
9: it, it it really is. It's very it's very nice over here. I just wish we didn't have Lake Mississippi
1: at this. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's part of it, though. Well, that's, yeah, and that's really part is. of what it keeps is. that place so prolific is all that all that Mississippi water that gets in there and feeds all those fish.
2: Roger, yeah, have y'all we, ever fished a place called Freemason? Uh, if we have, I don't know about it. Okay, it's it's just but a it it's is. just a shell. It's a sandbar. It's a shell bar. It's out there. It's like in the middle of nowhere, and it's it pops up out of the water. And I was just wondering, it's between, it's 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 not quite all the way out to the chandeliers.
9: Okay, No, we probably haven't. Yeah. You would know if you have, that if you have because
2: that. yeah you you, you would know yeah. it's in Louisiana waters. Oh,
9: is it? Okay. Yeah, well. but
2: you would know if you have because it's like you're you're traveling you're out in the ocean and you you don't see land, you know all the way around you know 360 there's no land. Then all of a sudden you you see some waves breaking you're like what in the world is that and you come up and there's a sort of a sandbar it's a shell sandbar and it's like out in the middle of nowhere
9: wow oh wow that's cool that's yeah. cool we we did go by dead man's island yesterday yeah yeah very quickly and i yeah. went whoa what the, <laughs> you know we got a place called dead man's uh at tw uh some supposedly somebody had a heart attack what happened here don't know don't ask yeah <laughs> <laughs> you must
1: be fishing with casey uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Casey knows about that. Casey, what yeah. happened to the Casey? What happened to that guy that's trying to steal your truck? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, do me a favor and please tell Casey I said good morning.
9: Will do. Will do.
1: All right, and 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 bring me a bring me a triple tail.
9: Bring you a triple tail. That's what kind
1: of what I said. Probably didn't work though, did it?
9: Yeah, my hearing aid. You know, I think Don could get them hearing aids. He sure could. That's exactly right. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Thank you, buddy. Have a good one, Roger.
9: Yep, see you.
1: We appreciate it. Captain Roger Walker checking in from Shell Beach. Well, I tell you what, that that triple tail over there,
2: I tell people. If you've never, you know, Florida, I've always read, had good triple tail. But, man, it's nothing like over there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll get out of here for a break. When we get back, leave. Fitzgerald is going to be on the line when we ask the Nosara Paradise Rentals question of the day. All right. Right. And guess what, guys? It's our fourth week. Okay. So this week we're going to draw a winner. We're going to send somebody to uh, get a dollar out to Nosara Paradise Rentals. Get a dollar out. We'll do it when we get back with more Florida Sports Magazine live right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448 930 973 the game.
1: And we are back with more Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. Guy Morrison at Jack's Boat Sales, Consignment Boat Sales.com. Or sales.com, Consignment Boat Sales is always so kind to bring us a special of the week. This week's special. All right, you want to get offshore? You want to cash in on this dynamite kingfish season we're having? A 2012 Sea Hunt Ultra 211 center console with a Yamaha 200 four stroke with low, low hours loaded on a trailer, $41,500. A sweet deal. And I can promise you the Kingfish Tournament has been won with a whole lot smaller oh, oh yeah. boat than that. And this <laughs> one's in great condition and ready to go. All right. We always move our, um, our, first uh or on the water callers up first so lisa i'm going to get you to hold just a minute while we run out to captain bow on the mayport princess and find out what's happening hey. good morning bow
11: hey good morning guys how are you doing today
1: we're calling up the mayport princess how's it going bow good morning
12: captain george how you been man
3: doing good sir how about yourself i'm doing good man we've had a
12: phenomenal seasonal weather we're just Going, 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 and we're taking a while we can because we all know that I can change real quick. So, <laughs> yeah, yep, uh, staying, yep. staying busy, staying busy. We've been running six days a
1: week, about to go to go back to seven days. How about that? Well, you know, Bo, Jimmy Gavin taught me a million years ago that one of the many problems with being a fisherman is not only the fact that you can't make any money, but if you do accidentally make some money, you can't spend it because that Northeaster's <laughs> right around the corner
12: and it's
3: going to bloat for two weeks. That's yeah. right.
12: That's right. That's right. That's say Work is safe. I mean, so you can save so when you don't work, because yeah. that's really how it is. I mean, all of us put so much time and so much effort into getting these trips together, you know, uh, from the bookings to getting people making reservations, keeping the maintenance on the boat, you know, the crew around, everything, and then you get a good opportunity to go. You get some good weather and then right around the corner, the weather will shut it all down. So you absolutely have to capitalize uh, in the business whenever you're working on the ocean because, you really got to get it when you can. And well, you can't slack on it because as soon as you do, that weather's going to come through and it's going to smack you in the face.
1: Let me let me ask the four of us here together. Am, am I the only one that there are days that they hate this sport? <laughs> <laughs> How, am I the only then, one?
12: You know, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, all of us. I mean, all of, obviously, all of us have a very common bond that we really love doing this and we love being on the water. We love being able to go out. Uh, with bait and come back with food. You know, there's nothing more rewarding than that. They're they're really, well, most of us, right? Um, But there is nothing more rewarding than putting it all together, going out and making it happen. Um, But there are those mornings where it is extremely hard to get up, go to work, especially after you make, you know, your three or four or five weeks, you know, slammed in a row. But that all goes away once you leave the dock, you start getting out on the water, especially if the ocean's nice you know you, you may not have liked your morning but by the end of the day um definitely glad you got up when did it because there's plenty of other jobs that i'm sure all of us would absolutely be terrible at <laughs>
5: <Yeah. not necessarily.
12: laughs> so it's a good thing we either know how to fish or uh or or make it look like we deer right
1: right uh, that's exactly right tell me about fishing how is it for you
12: Man, the past couple of weeks have really been great. Uh, I was trying to call on you guys uh, the other week. I guess we had some difficulties, but fishing's been good. You were talking about kingfish. The kingfish are absolutely, they're biting. I mean, even on the party boats, you know, we're throwing out a flat line here and there, and it's not right now. Um, it's it's not irregular to catch five or six kings a day. Um, the other day, uh, we actually had uh, Captain Chris Savitz. Uh, I'm sure several of you guys know who that is. The oh, party yeah. Boat. He also fills in and runs the boats for us every once in a while. And the other day, they caught a really uh, nice blackfin out there at VR on a flat line, as well as a few kingfish. Um, The bottom fishing, bottom fishing's pretty good. The B-liners are biting really, really good right now. They're they're nice and healthy fish. Uh, You know, it seems like it's a 50-50 on whether they're rode up or not right now. And uh, really good quality fish. Triggerfish are starting to bite pretty good. Yesterday, we had about 12 to 15 trigger fish on the mayport princess and he had about probably 10 or 12 there on the other boat that were really nice fish so they're starting to move in um we caught one really nice here yesterday a handful of amber jacks uh, still catching a couple of random sea bass you know how all that bottom is there you'll catch them all year uh you'll come across a couple of nice ones uh on a piece of bottom you had fish in a while and we're mm-hmm. still catching a few but uh I have seen a handful of small Mahis swimming around. I haven't seen any that are worth trying to catch yet. They're all still really small ones. Um, but the, the water clarity offshore right, off right now is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, there, I swear you could probably on some of these wrecks there at East 18 BR, um, you know, TW, you could you could easily without a doubt see 60 feet down, 60 feet down right now, and it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, the other day we were looking down there. Dropping down, uh, you know, grunt strip baits for Almaco jacks on a wreck, and uh, we're sitting there watching it. And I mean, we're dropping, you know, eight to ten seconds down, looking over the side. And you could still see it, and uh, you could see the Almaco jacks grab onto the bait, start taking off, and then we uh, we we started dropping down a few live baits. We seen a cobia, put some live baits out, and uh, we were like, "Man, look at those Almaco jacks trying to eat that v liner down there or that grunt." And uh, sure enough, it was amberjacks, but they looked like almacos because they were so far down and so small. Um, mm-hmm. But it was pretty cool, you know. I mean, the clarity is just unbelievable.
1: It is cool. We've. Uh, I wish we'd have a population explosion of a lot of fish like we've had with almaco jacks over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm.
12: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We would really. I mean they're they're in the they're in the uh, the party grounds pretty good right Collar, now. Golly, everywhere. Um, yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. This year, almaco jacks especially out on the break, talking to the guys on the commercial boats, you know, Richie on the seven arrows, the Charles Marie, the reef Raider. Uh, they said it's an absolute astronomical amount of Alamaco Jacks out there on the break, Elton bottom. Uh, they said it's unbelievable. Um, so hopefully those move in here like they, uh, like they were several years ago. That'd, that'd be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. All right. Where are you headed this morning?
12: Uh, today we're headed a little bit east, southeast today. Uh, we're going to go out there and uh, pick up a couple pieces of natural bottom and uh, then jump offshore and try to pick up a few wrecks, see if we can't catch a few more uh, few more uh, Kobe or amberjacks. Uh, yesterday we also did have a couple mangoes and a couple lane snapper. Um, so this last week and a half, two weeks, been the first couple weeks we've seen a few decent-sized mangoes come up. So we're going to try to try to find a couple of those and mix in with it.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, I hope they show up for you. Thank you, Bo. Have a good trip, Bo. No, good luck. You guys.
5: Scott and George, have a good one, man.
1: We always appreciate it. All right? Now, we're going to – oh, do we got to go to a break? Dang. I'm at Lisa. I'm sorry, baby. I promise you the second we get back, we'll put you on the air. We'll be back with more Florida Sports Magazine Live, including the Nassara Paradise Rentals question of the day right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448 0930 973 The Game.
1: And we are back with more Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. It is time for, most importantly, to bring up our girl, Lisa Fitzgerald. Good morning, Lisa.
13: Well, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good morning. Thank good
1: you morning, for good. you. You know our policy. If we have a boat on the water, we always try and take them first. I'm sorry.
13: Oh, well, so should I have told you that I'm out on the water? <laughs> yes, you
1: should have. Yep, that would have done yep. it.
13: Yep. You see? Um, Well, we're out on the water. Oh, and... I'm sorry. Yes, we are really on the water. I oh, <laughs> cool. believe you're honest. I'm being honest. Okay. Um, it's okay. Um, it, it, it is the Saturday. It's the it's start of uh, CCA Florida Star. We started today.
3: Oh, cool. That's right. That's yeah. right. It sure is. Memorial weekend. Yep. yep.
13: Memorial Day weekend, Saturday. So we are on and already have quite a few entries um, in in the competition. The app is working. Everybody's um, really excited about it. 11 species of fish, non-tagged and tagged. And we have seventeen divisions, half a million dollars in prizes, fellows, oh, million dollars God. in prizes.
1: Wow! How about that?
13: One of that is college scholarships.
1: That's so, killer. So uh,
13: it, it's a great opportunity. But Rick, I, I want to brag just a little bit. You will be so proud of me. Bring it. I actually, I actually went to um, Key Largo. You know, we have the Tag Dolphin Division. Right. So we had to catch and tag these dolphins, and that was Wednesday that we caught and tagged fish, and I boated a 35-plus pound bull dolphin, tagged him, and released him. I am
1: indeed proud of you. I think you're nuts, but (laughs) I am am indeed proud of you. That is way cool.
13: everyone Everyone thought I was nuts to release that fish. But that was what the whole competition is about, and that's why we were out there. Um, We had an amazing day on the water. We were in 700 to 2,500 foot of water and found structure and um, birds and really just got on a great bunch of schoolies and got those tagged. So we've got tagged dolphin in the water now, tagged redfish in the water. All of the east and west coast fish are tagged. You have uh, three in Nassau County, up where you are, five in Duval, and four in St. John's.
1: Okay, somebody texted me this morning, um, texted the show, and said they want to know if they've released any tagged reds in Clay County. Is there any salt water in Clay County? (laughs) I, I don't think so.
13: I do not believe that Clay County has any. I mean, I know that they have... Um, one of the river that runs back up in there and they got some little but i always thought clay county had fresh water yeah i did that too
1: is, yeah is fresh water yeah david so, help me out is uh, that true
2: they might get some reds i don't know does the
1: st john's go through clay county at all
5: uh,
1: i don't think so no, no. Uh, i don't think no. so yeah no um
14: so i can
13: tell you i know i didn't put any fish in clay county okay. and i do the east coast releases so, okay uh,
1: I, okay that answers our yeah. question well, we got five in Duval. All
3: right.
13: Five in Duval. Yes, sir. Well, you're nice. And in kidding. areas where anglers like to catch redfish. So. Um, you know, if you've got some hot spots for reds, I would, I would be fishing there. Um, if your listeners are listening,
1: Lisa, under so. my dock is one of the great, um, <laughs> you could put one there, um, yeah. and, and, and you could, and you could tie him to a well, pilot to prove to me that GPS you
13: did it.
14: Coordinates, yeah. Yeah. So if you, you give me the GPS
13: coordinates, you I c- will actually have to go explore that first and see if there truly are good redfish there. <laughs> then I can, then I can. See if that's something we could do.
1: Okay. All right. If you get in the flounder tagging business, I'm in a lot of trouble. There you go.
13: Yeah. Oh, so right. we are, um, we're, we're really excited. I hope that your listeners are getting registered. Um, remember with the tagged redfish, you do not have to harvest that redfish. You guys have an open season over there. However, all of Southwest Florida is close to the harvest of redfish, trout, and snook. So we we remind them gracefully and graciously that, um, you know, there's no fish that need to be harvested for the star competition. Everything is catch, photo, and release. However, if you want to keep something for dinner where it is legal, you are welcome to do so.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, now, explain to people why South Florida is, is all closed right now and, and how long so, that's going to last.
13: Yeah, south Florida, southwest Florida from Pasco County down to Collier County is close to the harvest of redfish, snook and trout due to the severity of the fish kills from the red tide. Um, FWC felt that in order to give Mother Nature uh, an opportunity to recuperate, that they needed to close um, that area to the catch Um, And keeping of those species, and that will be until May of next year. I believe it's May the 11th.
1: But you have released fish down there.
13: Oh yes, most definitely. I Mm -hmm.
1: and and what did you think of the fish populations while you were fishing down there? They seem to be rebounding.
13: Um, we see a lot of small, very small redfish, small trout, small snook. But if you will remember, um. Redfish and snook were closed for some time. Right. Trout was not. I see. And um, therefore, the pressure that was put on the trout population, um, according to FWC, was pretty significant. So that is the reason that they've also closed the trout. Um, I just hope that everyone will realize um, this is not a punishment at all to recreational anglers. This is um, giving them the ability to have a sustainable resource,
1: and, and I think everybody should understand. I'm sure they do, but but Lisa, we let know, us know a lot
13: of people that don't understand that. Uh, so
1: well, they choose we're very thankful. They choose not to understand it. Uh, you know, there's uh, lots of other
13: species it's to more, catch.
1: It's all common sense. Yeah, <laughs> mangrove snapper. There's lots of other species <clears> to catch and <throat> have for dinner. I I totally understand the closure. Totally support it, and I can't understand anybody that doesn't. All right, real quickly, tell us how people can get a get a hold of you and get in touch with Star. And, and before you put another line in the water, the tournament is open. Let's start racking up some Star.
13: That's right. And you can go to our website, www.ccaflstar.com. That's ccaflstar.com. Get yourself registered. Our phone number is on the website. If you can't get registered, give the phone number a call, and we will register you. All right, so he- we're excited and appreciate um, your support, guys. Here's your chance Have to you go to— Have you registered?
1: Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I, uh, no, I haven't, but I will before we talk again, I promise you. But here's okay. your— You ready to go to Costa Rica?
13: I want to go, yeah.
1: Here's your chance. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, actually, you couldn't win because you were on, on the phone before we asked the question. But I want you to know the answer to this question. Which, okay. What vessel, when anchored at night, would not be required to show an anchor light?
13: What vessel at night would not be required to show an anchor light?
3: It's a good question.
13: <laughs> it is a very good question. I wouldn't care what vessel I was. I would always show my anchor light. All right, you um, wouldn't
1: be required to if you were involved in one certain situation. All
13: right? Would that be a dredge?
1: No. Nope. That's incorrect. Okay. Nice try though. Thanks, Lisa. Have a good one, Lisa. Thanks,
13: you have a great day. Okay. Bye, babe. Bye.
1: Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get to Connor here real quick. And find out what's going on up in Fernandina. Good morning, Connor.
15: Good morning, guys. Buddy,
1: it's good to hear from you. How are you?
15: Um, um, hey. Um, so, um, I just wanted to let you guys know that um yesterday was the last day of school in um, Fernandina, and um, um, so now I'm out of school for the summer.
1: Oh, Con- good deal, Connor. I want to know if. Is school is like it was when I was there. It was yesterday the best day of the year in school?
15: <laughs> um. Um. Well, I know that nobody did anything yesterday um, in all their classes. That's what made yeah. it so that's great. That's what made it a great day. Um, because the grades were due. I think. Um. Um. Because I think that every because because I think that everybody everybody is busy putting it, it, because I think that everybody is busy putting in the grades um 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 right now so I know that um on Thursday and Friday that so I know that on Thursday and Friday that that nobody did, did anything in class. Yeah, that was, that's that's why, always
3: made it my favorite. That's why it's the best day.
15: Um, <laughs> okay, so um um so um are you guys ready for a fishing report yes sir um so last night i called captain alan mills and he said that um and he said that um and he said that i think it was either uh i think that he said that on um i think that he said that on thursday that he um went fishing um 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 i think that he said that on thursday that he went fishing um um and, um inshore and that, and that he um managed to get a day, but the fishing was kind of slow um and then he said that um the cobia have been chewing pretty good, and he said that um the kingfish have been biting, and he said that um and he said that they've been doing good on the sailfish um, about um and he said that they've been doing good on the sailfish about eight miles out of Fernandina. Um, Are you guys there?
1: Yep, right here, Connor. That sounded good.
15: Okay. Um, so um, I have something I'd like to tell you guys. Okay. Um, so sometime in the near future, now that it's summer break, um, I am going to go with my um best friend jackson
1: to the keys and you're gonna go to where i'm sorry
15: um um sometime in the near future i'm gonna now that it's summer break i'm gonna go with my best friend jackson to the keys
1: he you you will love it buddy you'll have a good time you will have a great time Um, will this be your first time
15: um i went one time um a few years ago with the boy scouts but um but, but i was in the lower he so this time i'm going to duck key and we're staying at hawks Cay resort oh yeah.
3: that's sweet nice place
15: um and um and we're going to go on a um and we're going to go on an offshore fishing charter for dolphin and Washington tuna.
3: there you go that is fantastic good. that is fantastic that's a great trip you'll have a good time
15: Okay. All right,
3: Connor. We appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one, Connor. Bye.
15: All
1: right. We got to get out of here for a break. When we get back, let's see. Rob's waiting with the answer. Captain Tony's been holding the longest. We'll be bringing him up when we get back with more Florida Sports Magazine Live right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448-0930-973-THE-GAME.
1: And we are back with more of Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. It is time for our Nasara Paradise Rentals question of the day. All okay. right. All right, so we have put it out there. Yep. What vessel, when operating at night, does not have to show a stern line
3: that's a good question that's a, that's a good one
1: that's a bizarre one yep. there but uh all right but first we need to talk with our old buddy captain tony bozzella which i just pushed the wrong button tony you there
16: hey good morning guys how good we morning, doing tony. tony oh just been good rick i don't know we've been getting a lot of big trout this last uh Last month had a really good run with a couple eight-pounders. I sent some to you. I don't know if you got them. But you bet uh, I
1: did. You sent some pictures of gorgeous fish.
16: Yeah, we, we were real fortunate. It's nice to see um, that, you know, things are coming back. But we did have a five, a six, a seven, and two eights. And, uh, of course, other fish to go with them. But just a nice, fair, and healthy population. And um, I'm glad to see that. And, um, you know, the other thing I wanted to tell you, I called you one day, Rick, um I saw something in a in a creek mouth that I have never seen, and I saw a pair of flying fish come out with an osprey trying to attack them. And I mean, a big, nice flying fish like we, you know, you'd see trolling in the Gulf Stream.
3: Wow! Really? Wow! I, to- I mean, I've never seen
1: one in the, in the river. I caught one off my dock one night. Did you really? Yeah, but that's as far as I've ever seen one up. Wow! Well,
16: this is. I, I had a good friend of mine. um, from pennsylvania he's actually a scout master and pretty intelligent guy in the fish world knows a lot of stuff and data but we were fishing um right over there in hannah mills and where a creek dumped out into the icw of uh, osprey hit water two flying fish came out went about 30 yards landed in front of my Hughes, hit the water and then turned and went about another 30 yards and we got a total good view of them never oh that's saw them.
3: awesome i'll be darned
1: <laughs> i'll be darned that yep you're that's right really that's cool. something i've never seen that's Man, crazy. Guys, yeah.
16: I've ever seen this. I've had two fish on a plug, but I've never caught a trout and a redfish on a diving plug at one time, and that happened this past week. That was quite
3: interesting. <laughs> I That's know. different.
1: <laughs> yep. I've, I've, uh, Lonnie Pitts, we were fishing one night, and uh, one evening he had two identical four-and-a-half pounds speckled trout on the same plug at the same wow. time. <laughs> but but I have never done a trout and a red on a plug That's at the wild. same time.
16: Yeah, it was it was pretty neat. It kind of livened it up a little. But no, getting out early, running the tides, uh, especially if we got a little bit of uh, deeper water. Uh, the big trout, like I said, I saw quite a few of them uh, this this you know last couple weeks. And uh, you know if the tide's been really low, I've been looking for the backing fish in the back country. And if not, you know if the tide's um, usually been incoming and and we find some cleaner water we've been plugging for those trout and uh so am just keeping it pretty simple right there,
1: there yep. are they, they backing good yet tony
16: yeah they've been pretty fair if you know um if, if the tide and everything's good we'll get a couple shots you know we usually maybe get two or three really good shots and uh maybe even blind fish um a couple points or something but uh course there's not as many fish back there as there is in the winter but but there's some good ones uh the ones you get are fairly quality
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's fantastic that's wild that's good two flying fish. I'm, st- I'm still amazed at flying <laughs> <fish>. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, uh, that's really cool yeah that's not so uh. all right yeah. what else has happened tony you seeing much for flounder yet
16: yeah you know the bite's been picking up a little but i haven't been targeting them but of course as we fish for other species we've been getting a few uh few nice ones we had a couple uh over 20 inches on the plugs in shallow water you know fishing maybe uh you know a ledge or something for some trout but but it's been it's been fair but once that sun gets up 10 11 o'clock and that heat comes on of course i i'm heading for the hills because the bite's generally over on anything anyway unless you know you're offshore or something
1: yeah yeah Yeah, i understand that's that's fantastic how's your how's your bookings looking any days open coming up
16: yeah, I got a few days open um, just trying to pick the better tides on stuff that we could be productive on and, um, you know, just uh, still cranking out some cobia jigs and just staying busy and life.
1: Good deal. Good deal. All right. We appreciate it, Cap. Thanks a lot, Tony. All right. We'll see you, Tony. Hey, Tony, do you know the answer to our question?
16: No, actually, I'm pretty good on that stuff. Um, of course, I... I
3: would love to know that one because that's an interesting question. That is, like, It stumped that, me too, Tony. <laughs> just
1: just so you know, they come straight from the Coast Guard sample exam. So um, I, yeah. I, I found this one interesting. All right. Well, we appreciate it, Cap. Yeah,
16: take care, Cap. All right. We'll talk to you soon.
1: We'll Hi. see you, Tony. All right, Hi, Tony. Buddy.
2: Hey, a- hey, Rick, I, I looked up that Shimano bobbin, and it, I would tell the, there's a gentleman that called wanting to know if he knew where he could get a Shimano bobbin. Mm-hmm. And it might want to call Dave at uh, Strike uh, Strike Zone. Just okay. see so da- if Dave doesn't know. I mean, Dave would know. Well, Dave, Dave, Dave would know. Yeah, Dave
1: it. is the Shimano man in Jacksonville. There's no yeah. doubt. Um, what uh, What is it?
2: It's It's a bobbin. It's where you put line on, and uh, it's pretty interesting. I I don't know. I have to look at it more because I I did not know what it was. I had to look it I, up yeah. on the computer. I'm glad you and, did. Uh, you know, it's it's Something that spools your line, you'll. It's interesting. I, okay. I I don't know enough about it to even make a comment. Okay, That's but
1: strike soon is the answer to the question. Right. There you right. Mean. Okay.
2: Talk to Dave. All
1: right. Let's get out on the phones and talk with Rob, who thinks he has the answer. Oh yeah. All right. All right, Rob. Good morning, it, Rob. Buddy. How are you? Good morning, captains. How's um, everything?
9: Oh, my arm's getting a little bit better, but not not back to normal yet.
1: Okay. <clears throat> okay.
9: Uh, I thought I knew the answer when I called, but when you reread the question, I said, "Ooh." When you said operating,
1: hold hold on, hold on. Okay, I've, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. All right. Which vessel, when anchored at night, I'm sorry, when anchored at night, this is straight from the from the test, would not right. be required to show anchor lights? Sailboat. No. no. Nope. They, they nope. have, to have, a, they have to have a light. Yep. Yep. Sorry, bud. Good try though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, well,
1: all right, we appreciate it.
2: willow leaf
9: uh, mighty
1: mite? Uh no. I don't have a willow leaf mighty mite, but the flounder are eating uh the Colorado mighty mite with a white gulp shrimp. Uh, oh, the yeah. the numbers are good. Uh, the fish aren't big yet, which is typical, but the numbers are better than they were last year, and I did see a nice fish caught off my dock yesterday from a guy anchored right there. So there are a few around.
9: You're just fishing the wrong direction at that dock.
1: Yeah, I think I must be. <laughs> I must be. Pretty bad when a man can't fish his own dock, isn't it? I love it.
10: <laughs> well, get, get one of them willow leaves.
1: I will. I will. Thank you, Rob. Have a good one, Rob. All right, bye. We appreciate it. All right, let's go over to the West Coast and talk with an old buddy of mine, Captain Ray Markham. Good morning, Ray.
17: Good morning, Captain Ricky. How you doing? Buddy? I'm
1: doing outstanding. How about yourself, my boy?
17: Not so bad for uh for Memorial Day weekend. I'm I'm off the water this weekend. I've <laughs> had <laughs> calls out the wazoo from people who have to work for a living Monday through Friday to right. want to go fishing this weekend, and it's uh, I just can't do it.
2: You yep. know the. Pop- I'm with you, brother. I'm with you.
17: It, the population explosion over here in Pinellas County is just off the charts. And uh, I, I just, it, it's so irritating to spend, you know, a half an hour pulling up on a flat, hopefully one that's uh, relatively uh, vacant, and then all of a sudden between the jet skis and and the other <laughs> yahoos who's can up on you and, and blow out a school of fish that you're up. It's like, okay, I'll just wait until next week sometime. <laughs> Ray, Smart Ray, move. I'll,
1: Ray, I'll never forget I had a buddy of mine that was running charters out of Miami. And he called me one day and he said, the apocalypse is here. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh, no, what happened now? And he said, oh, a jet ski just ran over my kite bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <God. laughs> I love that's it. How did pretty, that happen? That's pretty bad, isn't it?
5: <laughs> that's pretty bad.
17: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they can figure out how to put a, put a bomb bait underneath one of those kites. When they hit that, sucker, it'll be all over. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be
1: opposed, I promise you. I love it. Yep, yeah, I wouldn't hey, listen,
11: be
17: opposed. I was, I was listening to your, your question about what vessel uh, anchored at night is not required to have a... Uh, Uh, Anchor light. Yeah. And. And based on what I've seen down in the Terrazia area, it would probably be the undercover FWC
1: officer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer, but that's not it. That's an that's an excellent very, very, answer. Very,
3: very, 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 good. Yep.
1: Or, or a group of Navy SEALs. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. Oh, I can I can promise you they don't, because they operate behind my house at night, and yeah. that's spooky. Yeah, I can see them in the yeah. moonlight dropping people out of helicopters. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, is that our guys?
17: (laughs) Well, talking fishing for just a second. I know that's what you all do here now and then. Um, We've had some uh, tarpon starting to flood in here. We're just about getting to the tail end of uh, the tournaments for kingfish over here. But, oh, my gosh, the fish that have been weighed uh, over the last few weeks have just been incredible. Uh, Fish in the 60s. Whoa. Uh 50s. I mean, big, big, big kingfish. Big kingfish.
3: Wow. That's awesome.
17: I mean, the King of the Beach tournament had a smaller fish uh, weighed, I think, that took first place, and that fish, I think, was uh, a little over 52 pounds. That's a monster. A de- decent fish, but we've had some in the 60s coming in, and and some of these guys are, you know, only 30 miles from from uh, Point of the Way in, so.
1: That's real good. Yeah. That that boosts tournament fishing in general, right there. We need
3: that. Oh yeah,
17: it's been excellent. I but as far as uh, most of the other fishing around here is concerned, due to the fact that uh, Southwest Florida had such a uh, horrific red tide last year, um, yeah. They I heard Lisa mention that they've closed snook, trout, and redfish here. Um, I, I kind of wish. You know, I, I have no problem with them closing. Uh, the fishery for those fish, uh, based on what I've seen, except for the fact that snook have rebounded in a big way and a big hurry. Good, good. I'm just hoping that that the poaching uh, factor will not be an issue. Uh, We just don't seem to have enough uh, enforcement on the water. Um, I mean, I'm out there all the time, and and I I think I've been stopped maybe two or three times in the last 10 years.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, Ray, can you hold through a hard break? uh,
17: I think so. Okay,
1: all right. We've got to step aside for a break. When we get back, we'll be wrapping it up with Captain Ray Markham, my good friend from over in the Teresia area, Chris the Alligator Hunter. You'll be next with more Florida Sports Magazine Live right after this.
0: And now. It's time to grab a cup of coffee, sit back in your lazy boy, and take a trip into the great outdoors. Get ready for your up-to-the-minute fishing report from every piece of water on the first coast. Here's the three guys with salt water in their veins and big fish in their dream. It's fishing time on Florida Sportsman Magazine live here on the game.
1: And we are back with more Florida Sports Magazine line. Give us a call if you want to go to Nassara Paradise Rentals in Costa Rica. We're going to draw um, one of four names here in just a few minutes. We're almost time. Uh, but we wanted to get this question in. the question is, what vessel, when anchored at night, would not be required to show an anchor light?
3: But, uh, which is Good question. Which is
1: very uh, – I,
3: a good I one. find
1: that so unusual. Though. Yeah um because of the situation think of sit. i mean the answer may give it away hmm, we'll see all right captain ray but so your fishing's rebounding
17: well parts of it is in, in in some areas some areas are really slow coming back um sarasota bay is was hit really hard and interestingly enough yesterday i had a a report from a captain down uh, between Bradenton, and Sarasota, um, kinda running on the inside, found a school of what he wasn't real sure they were because he's always fishing inshore. But so he took his cast net out and threw the net over it. He he got a pile of baby pogies about two inches long.
5: Oh, wow.
17: Yeah. It's just a ton of men So it's it's not something he's he's a relatively new captain. He's been fishing for a long time, but but apparently only a uh, shatter, if you want to call him that uh or men that he sees are about a foot long, <laughs> yeah. and, and usually in the mouth of a tarpon or something but um anyhow he uh he was down there and 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 said that he had seen a pile of those things down there, which is really encouraging because there just hasn't been a lot of bait in Sarasota Bay, yeah, but if you go further north uh. To the bulkhead where the Manatee River runs into uh, uh, Longboat Key there and Anna Maria uh, you, that's where the good part starts and that's that's where I was living for 20 some odd years running my charters out of uh, I moved back up to St. Pete a few years ago and basically the area around Fort DeSoto was hit pretty good uh, so that's, that's having some issues struggling trying to come back Uh, I did run the beaches out from uh, Johns Pass all the way south down to uh, Bunce's Pass. And uh, I saw a few tarpon rolling out there, but they have not really come in good there yet. Uh, But if you go up inside Tampa Bay, the south shore, which is essentially um, from from about Ruskin up to Apollo Beach and, and a little bit north of that, uh, the fishing is excellent. It's off the charts. There's there's a pot there's pods of redfish back up inside uh, uh, Cockroach Bay, and if you shoot directly across the bay uh, from just south of the Gandy Bridge, you have Weedon Island that's there. Weedon Island has been an absolute mecca. I I fished uh, that area up in there back in December when all the mullet should have been gone, but we had red tide at the mouth of the bay, mouth of Tampa Bay. And it was loaded with mullet, it was loaded with bait, it was loaded with snook and trout and redfish and everything. I remember about 10 years or so ago when we had another severe red tide that um, where fish started disappearing down uh, around the mouth of the bay, they pushed well up in, inside Tampa Bay because the water was clean. The uh, water flow up towards the north end of the bay is a little bit slower, so consequently uh it the red tide never made it up there so the situation's pretty similar right now there is a ton of big redfish and snook up around Weedon Island but don't tell anybody because i think there's a few uh redfish that between cockroach bay and Weedon Island that might be tagged for that CCA
1: star <laughs> <Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. laughs> like you it. wouldn't you wouldn't by chance be in that star tournament would you Actually, yeah, I'm entered. Good yeah, but, uh, yeah, you think? Good deal.
3: Yeah. I mean,
17: I can't, I can't really win much other than like 150 horse Yamaha. I mean, I that that would fit on my boat because I think my boat is rated for 150. I've only got a 115 on my action craft, but it it flies with that. <laughs>
5: uh, and,
17: but, uh, you know, after 14 years of having the same motor on the boat and running perfectly, I'm, I'm about ready for a new motor, I think. Yeah,
1: but so, why, why, why wouldn't you win the truck if you got the chance? <laughs>
17: well, the, well, the guides don't have that.
1: Ah, uh, that's right. I'm, yep, yep, I'm I see.
17: However, if we take somebody on our boat and they win, they can win all they want.
1: So, yeah, that's geez, cool. I, there you go. That's
17: what I'm hoping. I've got a bunch of guys lined up for the next month uh that are star fishing uh guys and and so we're looking to try and hopefully get something on the on the board for them that's,
1: so, that's outstanding. great. that's great yeah. that that tournament has certainly taken the state by storm and lisa fitzgerald's the reason why there you go Well, she
17: definitely, she's definitely one of them and and she's a really uh a phenomenal person for the resource too so i'm i'm, I'm so happy she's with us
1: pretty good turkey there hunter you. too all right thank <laughs> thank you thank you ray it's so good to hear from you don't be a stranger
17: yeah, i can't get any stranger i don't know what
1: you're... <laughs> <laughs> you know what i know more about you than most people and that's true That's <laughs> okay we'll just leave it at that to keep your mouth shut. all right cap <laughs> yeah. have a good one sir good to hear from I'm you
17: brother. have a safe and happy holiday oh you Take got care. it
1: all right we're gonna to talk to somebody I've been waiting to hear from him I knew it'd be very very soon our good friend Chris the alligator hunter good morning Chris good morning
3: hey Chris how we doing bud
1: we're doing fantastic good we deal li- we like that good deal What's uh, what's the word you get your draw
10: they are the first phase is still in progress. Ah. Uh, they'll be taking applications to the twenty seventh, and then letting us know within the next three days.
1: I see. Okay. All right. Hey, I've I've told you about the uh, the gate station gator right there at the David. You're gonna love. You're not gonna <laughs> believe this. Okay, the gate station gator right there at the uh, where you get gate. off on hexer yeah, Drive. Yeah. Right. All right. There's a little gator in there. He's maybe four feet long. Yep. He maybe, may be five feet this year. I don't think so, but he's probably still four I, I feet long.
10: I think he's bigger.
1: Do you? Okay. I
10: saw him the other day. Well, you I saw him? Going, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there at the light, and I see him come across, uh, and I was going like, whoa, what, how big is that gator? All <laughs> <it was laughs>
3: right,
1: well, get this. I always look for him. Oh, yeah. Every Every day when I drive by, I always, and it just tickles me to death when I see him. And, and I, I hope he gets to stay there forever. I'm sure he won't, but – Anyway, I drove by there, David. You know where I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, he's not there, but what's what's standing there?
2: In his place?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Now you know where that gas station is, oh, right? Oh yeah, right. no right word. Somebody it is. fishing. A deer. A no deer. Way. A deer. Really? Is God is my witness, about an eighty pound doe. Wow. Dinner.
3: Dinner for the my, gator. My <laughs> wife saw it
1: first, and she's like. You, did you see that? And I said, no, I looked the whole bank. I didn't see him. She goes, no, standing in the grass, it's a deer. I said, no, it's not. I slammed on brakes and pulled over the gate station and walked around there where I could see. Uh-huh. There's an 80-pound doe standing there oh, grazing right there at the gate
3: station. That's cool. <laughs> pulled in for a beer and some pe- peanuts. <laughs> that's, right.
1: that's right. And if she stands there long enough, she's going to hear,
3: no, no, no,
1: no, no. I did not shoot the gate station deer, no. I love it. But how about that, Chris? That's pretty cool.
10: I'm, i uh, That's uh, um, interesting, not totally surprising. Deer are super adaptable.
1: Yeah. I but, mean,
10: I, you know, I shouldn't go in the woods, not huh, deer. We should all be on the golf courses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. yeah, plenty
1: of them there. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of them there. So have you been scouting yet?
10: I have not been scouting. Uh, it's uh, been a little busy this year, but I, I did a lot of it last year, and I'll be doing a lot of it this year. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to see what I if I get something on this first phase. There'll be four phases, and uh, this one's wrapped up in two days. So, uh, though I have done some uh, uh, riding around, uh, checking some boat ramps out on my motorcycle,
5: mm-hmm. oh, there you That's go, some
10: places that I haven't been to, and you can hit a lot of boat ramps and say, "Okay, how far is this? What does it look like? Can I put a boat in there? What does it cost?" It was fun.
1: Okay, well, right. we get
10: on the on the boat here very shortly.
1: So your your very favorite um if, if your very favorite tag to get would be Crescent, right? You still uh, like that the I best? Want,
10: I like uh of course I've done that forever, but uh we hunted in Palatka South. I didn't get a tag, but some of my friends did. I really like that area. From mm-hmm. uh, Palatka down to uh, Buffalo Buff, Bluff Bridge.
1: hmm that,
10: that was a uh, that was a nice area.
1: Okay, you saw a lot of gators there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Crescent, the only thing about Crescent is, is it's still getting as much pressure as it was when I was with you?
15: Uh, I was looking at the
10: uh, numbers, and from last year, they uh, stayed about stable. So, Crescent would see 87 permits. That's not that bad.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So
10: they added uh, a number of permits, like 1,000 permits to the county. Uh, uh, areas last year mm-hmm. and they added those, those this year so st john's county went from 194 to 291 i'm not sure there are that many gators in st john's county
1: wow yeah, yeah. wow that's a lot of hunters per gator that's yeah. for sure <laughs> you're okay. gonna be walking across the river on the boats. yeah <laughs> it sounds that way to me yeah it sounds that way to me all right chris well keep us posted let us know what you get okay I sure will. Have a All good one, right. sir. All right. We got to step aside for a break. When we get back, Heidi, Bill, and Rick are lined up waiting to answer the question. One of them is going to be in the drawing for, for uh, to go to Nassau Paradise Rentals, which we'll have when we get back right after this.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448-0930-973-THE-GAME.
1: And we are back with more Florida Sports Magazine Live. Okay, here's the deal, guys. All right, we have three qualifiers right now. Um, Roger Beal, let's see, Ezekiel, Pam Foster, And we've got our fourth one that we're probably going to get out of these next few callers. And we're going to draw somebody (coughs) that's going into Paradise Rentals. Oh, by the way, I would be one of those people. I'm going August 17th. All right. All right. Let's go talk to Heidi. Good morning, Heidi. Whoop. Good morning, Heidi. How are you? Hey. (laughs)
14: How are we doing, Heidi? I'm great. How are you?
1: Doing outstanding. Doing outstanding. How's the nursing business?
14: Oh, my God. Got my butt kicked real, real, real hard last night. As a matter of fact, Ugh. left an hour late. So, um, yeah. Let me ask you a question, okay? <laughs> yeah.
1: I've, I've, yeah. I've been uh, putting together um, things. I'm working on an article for the magazine about, about weather that the weather service doesn't know about or doesn't tell you about. Like George's famous old saying, if you go out in the morning, there's no dew on your truck. You're not going fishing. Yeah. Okay. If if there's okay. dew on your truck, you're going fishing. If there's too much dew yeah. on your truck, keep an eye to the west because you're gonna get your butt kicked in the afternoon. Do I yep. have that do I have that right? That's
3: exactly right. That's, okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. My wife, that, yeah. my wife always believed that her patients were much harder to keep under control and keep satisfied and keep asleep and all that on a full moon.
14: Darn right. Okay. <laughs> yes oh wow yeah. okay full moon you you don't even have to look at the calendar the patients all go nuts yeah. <laughs> so lunatic. you know
5: luna and lunar and lunatic yeah yeah lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
14: that's it very that's, good babe that it is that makes yes,
1: sense sir. okay do you think Thanks, you sir. know the answer to our Nasara paradise question all right i'll read it one more time Please. in its entirety hold on here okay which vessel when anchored at night, would not be required to show anchor lights.
14: Would it be a vessel involved in underwater operations?
1: Yes, it would. Bingo, bingo. Yes, it would. <laughs> Good job, babe. And I don't. We're, we've been we've been talking about this during the break all morning. I don't understand that. Yeah. Other than, could that po- being involved in underwater operations? Could that possibly mean a submarine, George? Could be, um, no, no, no. I it's know. anchored. Submarines don't anchor. Yeah. yeah.
14: So if you're tending to something under the water, like you know something that's down on the on pipe, the bottom or something, I or... really couldn't figure. But yeah, just,
1: doesn't make sense. You know, <clears throat> I, I, the only thing I could think of was a stern light, being in the di- being in the divers' eyes when they came up.
3: Yeah, but. Let's see that, that, I uh, yeah that's, I,
1: that's the only thing that yeah. even makes any kind of sense to me. but yeah. anyway, that is the question that is the answer. You better no. listen for the next few minutes because you are one of four people that have qualified to go to uh, Nassau Paradise Rentals.
3: Excellent.
14: Good. Oh my gosh. thank you. yeah okay. we're still on the way home from work. We haven't even gotten home yet.
1: okay
3: so, yeah good luck. I, good good luck. luck. Thank
1: you Heidi. Oh,
14: thank you. fingers are crossed. Thank you so much.
1: okay let's okay. go let's go to Bill. Good morning, Bill. How we doing?
18: Fantastic. I got to fish three days this week. So there ain't nothing All wrong right. with that,
1: Cap. That's a full week.
18: Yeah, it is. It's getting hot though. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Gonna have to switch yeah. to nighttime pretty soon. What'd you catch?
18: Um, I was catching flounders this week. I didn't Ooh. really get on the you know, my buddies, one of them caught fourteen and Oof. of course the guy at the bait shop, Matt, he said he caught twenty.
1: Somebody slap Matt upside the head for him. With me. <laughs> hey.
18: You know what? And he showed him to me He had to that- yeah, slap, that, slap him twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he's telling me the truth. So that's kind of depressing. But I got a 20-inch flounder yesterday. So Ooh, that was kind of
3: That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah.
18: Yeah, and then I caught two four four-inchers, So, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I don't think I don't know that I've caught a
1: four inch. I caught a few <laughs> sixes. Yeah,
18: it was. It looked bad. It looked like half a flip flop. The one I caught it was half like oh my flip flop. That's funny.
1: That, that's so, cute.
18: But, um Monday, I was fishing in Nassau Sound, and I caught two of those stupid cow cow faced rays or whatever they were. Cow nose rays. Cow nose yeah. rays. Mm hmm oh my gosh but then so i'm fishing with mud minnows. so i got a three inch mud minnow on i toss out a uh, no mini no-brainer with a mud minnow on it and i'm texting somebody i get done i pick up my rod and i got a bite and holy cow the line just takes off you know worse than a bull red i'm like what the heck is this so i set the hook course, i already set. Okay. and a five foot spinner shark comes out of the water. Oh yeah.
3: Wow. How about that? There's yeah. been a bunch yeah. of them around.
18: Oh my God. Well of course as soon as he rolled he broke my 12 twelve pound test leader, which that amazed me. <laughs> Shocking <laughs> development. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah.
18: So pretty cool. Where where were you? Where, know, where were, you? Where I were was you in Nassau? In Nassau,
5: Nassau. okay. Yeah. yeah.
18: Yeah. I just kind of pulled over in a along the shore there was kind of a, a bay or you know, flat area and uh, buy some condominiums and he i don't know what he was thinking
3: <laughs> he was looking
18: for something to pick his teeth some bean, little bones bean,
3: there you go yeah yeah but
18: i've been getting um i got a 24 inch trout two weeks ago i got a 22 inch trout uh i think wednesday it was the only trout i caught i really cried about letting them go but i did
1: <laughs> it's been is, great uh, uh, bill is your policy what so many of the Uh, guides have adopted they don't keep one over 20 inches
18: unfortunately rick i have adopted your policy Mm -hmm. and i almost cried because i I didn't get any fish to eat that day yeah that that's a
1: tough one there that one yeah that makes it a tough one but but god we gotta take we gotta take care of those big spawning fish if we can
18: we don't have many i I used to catch a big fish every three or four times out that's right six or seven months and didn't catch one over 20 that's right
1: Yeah. yeah Yeah,
18: you know, so, but I'm interested, and I'd love to know what Tony Bazell's using for a lure to cast. Um, I use a DOA shrimp a lot, and very successful with that. I Tony,
2: like Tony the bomber, uses the bite of bait.
18: Oh, I have those, and I have been successful with them.
2: Yeah, that Tony's Tony will he will use the bite of bait, and I've seen some of his bite of baits where there's not a speck of paint on them. They've been
3: chewed off, chewed to
2: pieces <laughs> where. He,
18: that's awesome. You know, so, color doesn't matter then, huh? I've
2: always thought that. I've always, not, you know, on some of those lures, they, they still see them.
18: Well, I like the bomber, but it's like casting a potato chip.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. But now, wait a minute, David. You're saying color doesn't matter, but you're pretty picky on your grub colors.
2: Mm, not, yeah, not super picky. I mean, I, I don't think color matters as much as hue. Now, I mean, and what I mean by that is you, I want. I basically say there's there's three there's only three three things you need to know. It's either going to be something bright like your whites and your chartreuse, something neutral, which is like your natural colors, your gray, and then something black. and That's it.
18: No, I don't agree. Yeah, I fish. What I'm fishing, I'll change out my lures even if I'm getting hits. You know, if you're on a, a bunch of fish and I have a honey hole that I'd take you, but I have to kill you afterwards. And I was limited out with trout with some regularity, but it changed while I'm fishing. And one day I found a gray with a light silver bottom Fle- was uh, best. And the next day it was a coffee with a red fleck in it was best. And they were the same hue. They were right. both dark. But it seemed to make a big difference.
2: Well they now now not to be confused that fish will, especially trout. Are we talking trout?
18: Yes, they I will.
2: Yeah. The, now I, I've learned this in Louisiana. You you can get to where they'll turn off of a color. If you you beat them up on a color, all of a sudden it's like you're not catching anything. You change the color out, and go back down there, boom, you'll you'll start catching them again. But as far as what I'm saying is, basically that's that's what you're looking for. And your in your tackle box you should have those three categories covered. Sometimes I'll open right. people's tackle box and all I see are the bright colors and I'm like, right. "You don't have anything black?" "Well, no, why why do I need something black?" Mm, "Well, maybe you ought to start trying fishing with it or they won't have anything gray or root beer. All, you know, all they'll have are the the, sure. the the real bright bright colors that stick out."
1: And David and Bill, please also both remember that every time you change grubs, you change that hook placement. You know, you're taking the old one off, putting the old one on. That hook ain't coming out the exact same place it was a minute ago, and that lure is swimming different.
3: Swims different.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean it. It you know, all of a sudden the the purple's not working, but the black is. Well, guess what? Right. That black swimming straight where the purple is swimming on its side. I mean, I, I, you
2: know, I preach that. I always tell people: as soon as you rig your bait. Put it in the water beside the boat. Look at it. Make sure it is swimming properly. And I, and I yeah, I'm a strong I'm believer that. in that. And I rig mine every time I rig my baits. Uh, they're pretty much should be rigged exactly the same. With the DOA cow, that the on the top on the back of the ca- on the the back of the uh, the paddle tails, mm-hmm. they have the DOA, and your hook should yep. come out of that O, the zero, the really. D- and Because and I
18: use those a
2: lot. Yeah, and if you notice, know, if you do it right center, you want that hook coming right out of that zero. On the on the cockahoe minnows, there's a place on the fin. That hook should be coming out right down the center. It's so, so important that when you're throwing those plastics, that they're swimming the way they're designed to swim. Very God,
18: important. You're skilled professional. I've been trying to eye them in the right place. and that was that easy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate it. Have a good one, Bill. Thank you. Bye bye. We got to get out of here for a break. When we get back, I promise you we're going to draw for the winner. Craig Sutton will be on the phone with us when we do. Hey, listen, Memorial Day weekend is a great holiday to spend time with your family, and Proctor Ace is the perfect place to perfect your outdoor space. Proctor Ace Nurseries are loaded with flowers and vegetables, and their helpful and knowledgeable employees are ready to help you design your garden. Proctor Ace has a huge selection of ceramic pots on sale at 40% off. They've got Big Green Egg, Traeger, and Weber. Charcoal Grills. George, I went by there the other day. They were cooking pork butts on the big green egg. Okay, And they had all these different barbecue sauces. Okay, I made six trips to Proctor Ace in five minutes. (laughs) Weber and Twin (laughs) Eagles and Delta Heat Premium Stainless Steel Grills also have lifetime warranties. To complete your outdoor space, Proctor Ace stocks premium outdoor furniture that can be custom designed to your taste, including Trex, CR Plastics, and Windward. Come in and sample the barbecue. They're cooking on the big green egg and see why proctor ace was named coolest hardware store for 2018 and think of me when you try that sauce we'll be back with more florida sports sportsman magazine live right after this
0: now back to florida sportsman magazine live to join today's show call 448-0930-973 the game
1: And we are back with what has been one packed out Saturday morning. Buddy. Now I'm gonna tell you what our, our our apologies to the people we couldn't get to, and our apologies for for trying all morning to get uh, Craig on the line, but we finally got him. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're hey, doing outstanding, doing great, Craig. buddy.
11: The there today, huh? You know,
1: Craig, There's, you know that song by the Eagles, Peaceful Easy Feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Why does that keep coming to mind this morning? I got a peaceful, easy feeling. I like it. Yeah, I, I wonder what's Roger's different about today's show.
11: Roger's out there catching monster kingfish.
1: <laughs> yeah, that could be. Hey, Craig, I heard a 4 over 40 on the beach this week.
11: I never heard you earlier How about that. How about that, including a forty-eight? That's cool. Yep. A forty-eight. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I can't wait, man. I got, I got this weekend. I'm gonna fish Sunday and Monday on at the ledge, and then one more, more weekend out there, and then here, here comes the beach.
2: Uh-huh.
11: I'll take all the outriders off and put my buggy whips on.
2: Greg, what are you seeing out at the ledge? Are you still getting them? Still Mahi or?
11: Man, I don't know. This just probably got more of report
2: than I do. I went,
1: I yeah, it was board. tough. It oh, was man. tough yesterday. Robert said he quit at noon and went in and bottom fished. He had two gaffers now. One of his gaffers was an easy, uh, was an even forty, which is a a, a a good one. Good one. Yeah. But he only had one other gaffer and in, in four bailers, and he said he was top boat. Hey, Craig, it seems to me, it seems to me like we used to be able to count on him may 1st and we couldn't count on them after june 31st does it seem to you like they leave earlier than they used to
11: no i don't know i mean i don't i don't i don't go out there
1: anymore after,
11: after the first couple of days of june i always get on the beach and stay there until you know until the end of july and, and then you know head back out there late august or september but you know so i don't know i, I know if i'm gonna finish, end of june i'm going to go to deep water you know i'm mean, usually you know, yeah get away from this barracudas. but you know was it was the robert say the weeds were real bad
1: yeah yeah it's funny you mentioned that because he did he said it by noon we were just done shagging weeds that it, that it was uh oh, wow. it was just so hard and it's been hard all year and craig my question is in the big picture is that a good thing or a bad thing
11: Oh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, you were talking about earlier. It gives the fish someplace to hide refuge and, and, you know, food source and, and, you know, makes more of them survive. But let me tell you what we did last Sunday in Costa Rica, me and Miss Alexandra. We went out on the harvester, which we changed that boat over to a 250 instead of a 200. We just wore the 200 out, but, boy, it changed the heck out of that boat, I think.
1: Okay, were you, more importantly, before this report starts, were you chaperoned? <laughs>
3: Very good.
11: Well, you know, this time of year we're debris fishing. We're fishing some kind of trash or something floating, plus the porpoise pods too, but the debris is pretty pretty consistent this time of year. And they're, they've gotten together with all the charter guys out of Guanacosta, are sharing information. When they fish debris, they're plotting how fast it's moving, and then they're they're kind of passing along to the guys further south or further north of them. So we fished this on Friday. I was telling you about we fished a a net that was floating down that came down from Flamingo that had marlin stacked up like cordwood, and all the yellow mahi mahi you could ever imagine mm. i mean just crazy numbers but we went out on sunday the day after the full moon we went two for three on the sails moved over to this this patch floating. and it was a four by six patch. and you'd see the mahi mahi shower in about every minute or two
5: mm-hmm.
9: and, and i thought
11: at first when he pulled up you know the first Maybe 500 yards from it was pretty much the, the school of mahi. They were acres and acres mm. of these three-, four-, five-pound mahi with yellowfin, two-, three-, four-pound yellowfin underneath them with the Benita underneath those and then the Rainbow Runners. But I'm talking millions and millions. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, just that. a half a mile away from the debris, you'd see them come up showering.
3: That's incredible. That's fantastic.
11: Oh, it, it's just, and the thing is, those fish are going to be coming back by us, you know, in another two or three or four months when they're 15 pounds. And, and it's, I mean, it's, our Dorado fishing has gotten so good the last four or five years, along with the yellowfin. You know, before they started enforcing the same net boats, had to be 40 miles out and couldn't come in close we would get the same size yellowfin and dorado in the same areas you know we wouldn't get a big one mixed in with them now the last three years we're getting these big ones mixed in with the small ones and i think last week we caught two of those big floor sweepers one was probably not over 40 but he was real close we got a picture of him laying on the deck and he's He's as long as the girl that caught him, a girl Barbara wow. early out of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. I mean it just it's a charter boat's dream. But we put those live elephant out, we caught two dolphins, one eighteen, one nineteen, and then the little blue about two fifty come in.
1: Sweet.
11: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was and the thing was in the after nobody was catching the marlin. There was three boats working it. Not going to say the names of the other boats, but they were working it. But they, they're pulling baits. I'm like, you know, get the li- put the live baits out and watch these fish just eat them like there's no tomorrow. I told y'all last Saturday about the that big blue that that Alex and the Harvester caught had three baits, three lines, and three hooks in his mouth all at the same time. <laughs> they fought him on three rods. That's wow. wow. a
3: hungry fish rod. there. <laughs>
11: I've had that personally happen to me several times, not three. I've had them with two, but I mean that's pretty doggone aggressive. That's yeah, awesome,
3: you know? yeah.
11: Yeah, but I mean it just you know couldn't get any better, man. It just you know I mean, and the day after the full moon, and the, we were tracking how how fast the debris was was moving. The day before, it was tracking. Three and a half miles an hour. Or on Friday, the day before wow. the full moon was three and a half miles an hour. But the day after the full moon, it was tracking two mile an hour.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah, that would make sense.
3: Current smoking it. Yeah,
11: yeah. Well, I mean, but it, you know, in in a forty eight hour period, we're talking it's changing almost in half. But you know, it's just things change quick You know, I guess that has a lot to do with why the fishing's so good. But they. Uh, but, you know, it's going to – I believe it's just going to get better and better and better all, all spring. And we, we should have them – I mean, excuse me, all summer down – it's the fall down there, but summer here. But, Ricky, I can't wait for you guys to get down there. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. Got, I got to tell you, Craig, you just brought up a point right there that I meant to make a while ago. I was um, – William Myers, my good friend, uh, invited me to go to the Ledge uh, recently. And I made my calls the night before and uh, – Got the report from Billy Hunsiger, the worst charter he had ever had. Uh, you could not troll for the weeds. Okay. And finally he struggled through. He caught one like four-pound black fin tuna and a couple of barracuda, or whatever. Yeah. Just the worst. And I I I talked to I think Craig, I think I talked to you, and you had struggled terribly just getting bites, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And and I so I told William, I said, look, you know. Uh, this is how it is. Do you do you want to go bottom fishing? you still want to go? He said, oh, we still want to go. Well, that Gulf Stream and so many currents in the ocean are moving three and four miles an hour all the time. So when you fish that body of water at 6 a.m. on Monday morning, at 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning, it's off of Brunswick. It's
3: different, yeah. You
1: see what I'm saying? And you just oh, – yeah, yeah. you, you you never – Stay home on bad fishing. You stay home on bad weather, but do not stay home on bad fishing. To quote my one of my heroes, Captain Robert Johnson, I know they're coming, and I want to be there when, when they get, get there. there. <laughs> <you go. laughs> That's how I feel. Well,
11: I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, you you don't know if you don't go. And, and I'll never forget one day. It was probably two, maybe three years ago. We had all boats fishing, all boats full days. We had at the end of the day we had two Bonita out of five boats and we went out the next day and the explorer did a grand slam and then two of the other boats did close to a grand slam. You know, that, you know, you always get two legs of the grand slam. You can't getting that third one's a different issue, but you know, you just never know.
1: Yeah. All right. Are you are you ready to to help us out here? And uh, it's time for the Nasara Paradise Rentals um trip the winner of the month we got our we got our fourth
11: well, I, I want i want Heidi to win <laughs> <laughs> well
1: you got we got two in there for you. pam foster is in um ezekiel roger Beale. let me shake up the order here a little bit okay i've got it all right give me a number george george has got a dollar bill okay hang on he's going to pick a number between one and four the order of the callers has changed, so if you're caller number one, that doesn't necessarily matter. K okay. is K
3: four. <laughs> is the first number
1: that would be Heidi Payne? Oh really? Yep. Uh-oh. Oh excellent. Yep. Nice. Yep. I swapped two and three. That's all I changed this week. Now, um, while we have you on the line, Craig, we've had questions come up that only you can answer. Okay. Okay. It is my opinion that we can only have. One caller out of an immediate family. And and, and well, I want to know your quality. Right. Do what?
11: Yeah, that's that sounds about right. But oh. whatever y'all want to do is fine with me. Okay. And the people that have won it so far have been just super nice. I've already got two of them already booked.
1: Yep. yeah. Awesome. And And I, I spoke with last month's Pete Martins this morning, or yesterday, I guess. And he's been sick, but he said he's been in touch with you by email. Oh, okay. So Good. yeah, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. all right, and so our 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 fourth winner then is Heidi
3: Payne. That's cool. Woo! <laughs> Where's that chaperone again? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, All right, you better take Miss Alexandra along when Heidi goes.
11: Oh, you better believe it! I take her. She's a regular down there. We we were da- she was down there with me last week, and she we put her on the bait on the little spoon, the bait pole. She stayed on that thing all day long. That's Debbie
1: oh, wow. Riles. That's Debbie right. Riles will sit there and catch blue runners for you all day long. Oh, wow. Ain't no yeah, doubt.
11: Yeah, <laughs> getting, we were we were 30 miles out on the 23 foot boat in about three to four foot seas, getting splashed. Shoo. And and she the smile never left her face, <laughs> laughing. And, and you know she's a little bit late for pretty much everything, but fishing.
1: Uh, yep, yeah. yep yep yep. ain't um, late, man.
11: She comes out
1: she's ready to go is is she asking about me (laughs) yeah
11: she wanted to know if you were gonna
1: be there in august okay okay is she gonna be there in august oh yeah all right let (laughs) me go ahead and pay for that airplane ticket
3: all
2: right thank you
3: craig (laughs) have a good one craig good job buddy
1: we'll see you buddy we're happy Memorial Day. All right, we got to step aside for a break. When we get back, we'll put a wrap on what has been a really busy Saturday morning and a lot of fun. Um, give us a call at 448-0930. More Florida Sports Magazine live right after this. Heidi Payne, you're going to Costa Rica.
0: Now back to Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. To join today's show, call 448 0930 973 The Game.
1: And we are back with more of Florida Sportsman Magazine Live. David, you made such an excellent point. Yep. Um, Ray Markham talked about it earlier. I've talked about it because I'm fishing Monday out of Stewart because I don't have to work, because it's Memorial Day. Or is it Valentine, what is it, Arbor Day, what, what is it? And and obviously I'm being facetious, but um, there sure isn't a whole lot of people that remember why we're off Monday, is there? There isn't. Yeah.
2: And uh, I watched a thing on the news last night, and they were asking a couple of high school kids if they knew what D-Day was, and they did not know about D-Day. And me and George sitting here talking, and I, you know, both of our parents fought, in World War II. My Both dad, of my
1: parents fought. Both mom and dad fought in World War so, II. So
2: you know we you know we grew up listening to the stories of how these soldiers went over there fought the Nazis and won or fought went over to the Pacific and beat the Japanese. Japanese and we, we got to hear these stories. We knew you know and and I look at kids these days, and I want them to know why we have the freedom we have. And there were men who gave their lives. But
1: but hold on there, there's you know, and and you're right about both those. But this is Memorial Day for all of them. This is Vietnam. Vietnam. This is Afghanistan. Oh, wow. This is everything. all these places that all military service people have been.
3: Right, all that over. we went. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, and and. Just just remember this day when you're out fishing and having a good time and drinking that cold bud that there was a soldier somewhere that died. That
3: made it possible.
2: That him. made it possible. Gave his, the ultimate sacrifice, <clears throat> gave their lives for freedom, and that's why we have this great country we have. And we have the, you go to other countries and you don't see people enjoying fishing like we do here in the the great outdoors, and the lifestyle that we have. We have a great lifestyle here you in America. To,
1: well, America is a great country. Well, you're wrong there. Well, I because know. Because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez already told me that America is not you know, a great country and that the reason the millennials are unhappy is they've never known the prosperity that we talk about. Really? No, <laughs> no. Those, those, those people scare me. They scare the heck out of me, man. But just, just remember that. Crap. Just
2: remember the so this weekend. Just take the time to uh, either thank a soldier that's out there, and 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 or give thoughts to to the guys who did give the ultimate sacrifice for this country. That's my, awesome.
1: My dad was a driver um, for a general in Berlin, mm. and. There was a small town outside of Berlin, and they had decided that it was it was clear, you know, that the uh, the Nazis were out of there, and they drove right down the main street of the town and went in, and the troops followed them, and all hell came raining down on the troops. They had they had uh, all hell came raining down on the troops. They had had let my dad and the general go through. So they wouldn't give away their positions. positions yeah. You know, yeah. and that's that's how close I came to never existing. I mean, I you know this was many you, years you before. You exist. Was, this <laughs> was many years before I was uh, oh, born. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um,
2: but we, we could probably all of us were, were lucky to be here. I know I, oh. I was. My my dad was in the twenty first infantry. Fought with uh, General Patton. He started out in North Africa. And ended up in Germany and was was wounded halfway through in Anzio. They they he fought in the Battle of Anzio, which we got our butts handed to us by the Germans just kicked our butts. They had the high ground. And he was shot in Anzio. They shipped him back to Morocco. That's where the hospitals were to patch these guys up. Patched him up. Uh, he didn't get to go home. Standing he went back. back put, yeah. put a band-aid on it and get back out there, soldier. We got some more fighting to do and made it all the way to Germany. And And I never knew this till after he had passed away. Well, you know, my dad received the Bronze Star and uh, I, I, I never knew why. I thought it was because just he fought in the battle. And he also had the coup de grace. He had a bunch of medals and stuff, the Purple Heart and all these things. And just never really, he wasn't a, a guy that was going to brag about it or yeah. talk about my, it. They never my,
1: talked about it. My brother, um, uh, has a bronze star yeah. he was a firebase commander on the ho chi Minh trail and um he's you know i asked him what was that about he said good timing and that was it yeah. you know he he won't talk about it other than that but um i mean it's just oh my gosh my nephew uh, mapped out the route from baghdad from kuwait to baghdad uh it, with military intelligence and desert storm so i come from a long line and then there's me <laughs> I mean, that's that yeah. just how it is what what are you what are you looking forward to fishing this week david well hey I,
2: I I love it and I don't I, you know the water temperature's up it, it's it it passed the uh 80 degree mark 80 81 week. degrees on the beach right
3: yeah, now. It yeah hit that
2: 80 degree mark which is you know everybody asked me what temperature I like that 65 75 temperature range that's sure yeah. and but you know we're in the 80s now it's going to be a little tougher Get out early in the morning. Get your stuff done early. Be home by 11. You know, heard the night fishing, had some reports on night fishing. A lot, you know, it's starting to get active, starting to get really good. Uh, you know, I love doing that. But uh, I'm going to keep pounding the reds, keep working that deep water. I think, I think I'm on to something here. I think that cooler water is going to hold more fish. Uh, and i'm going to keep working these deep ledges off off the intercoastal and uh, keep catching these uh, oversized reds i love it
3: yeah that's fun
1: yeah yeah it is um my best fishing from now on gosh it's hard to believe this only may and said i keep saying <laughs> from now on through august is yeah. what i'm thinking but from now on it's been hit a spot get your bites get your bites and get out of there yeah. I, I never seem to get a sustained bite Once we get up around this water temp. Has that been your experience?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I hate fishing hot water. Hot water, and and I've just got a a bad feeling about this. I think we're going to see another hot summer. I think we're going to see salinity climbing up there. I'm, I'm hoping we don't see the algae blooms, but that's one of those things. The temperature is one of those things that trigger those algae blooms, and I hope we don't have a bad one this year, but.
3: I really think uh, we're going to.
2: Yeah, we need some rain right now. We, 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 need a, we need some rain in here. A little bit of rain would help things out.
3: George, you going to be able to fish this week? Uh, I'm going to go with my son and his small boat back in the creeks. Uh, the water, like you said, is 81 degrees on the beach right now. and You can catch a few fish, but not many. I, I won't be doing much surf fishing. But, Good deal. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to going to the creeks.
1: I'm headed to Stewart uh, to fish on Memorial Day. I because I've lost my mind, but um, <laughs> if it gets too rough, I'll just walk home on the boat. So it will be easy up. enough to handle. But it seems like the mahi and a handful of sailfish have started showing up there, so certainly that's good news. We've got good fishing ahead of us. We've got a good tournament ahead of us. I'm a little worried about an early hurricane with all this hot weather, but in um, hot water. But we'll, not we'll see to what happens. The H word. David, I would yeah. recommend to you. Um, stop by my house late one evening soon. Um, don't come to the front door and please don't knock, (laughs) but, but, uh, but, but I think, you know what I'm telling you. Yep. Well, one thing I'm looking forward to, and Mudman and Tim was telling us about I think we're going to be in for a banner trip season. Shrimp season. Yep. yep. As for us, we'll be back next Saturday morning. Thanks so much for listening. Congratulations to Heidi Payne, who's going to Costa Rica. We'll see you next week with another edition of Florida Sportsman Radio Live. Tight lines.